the CE of the ACDT Live podcast. CPA, I, you mean? I said CE, Chad Elkins. Oh, the CE AC, of the ACDT, yes. CE, yeah. Oh. Was there a C common era? It could be ACDT common era, I guess. Right. <laughs> or right. Chad Elkins. What yeah. what are they? Okay, look, dumbass me and, and the brainwashing I got in school. There was AC uh, AD and BC. Yes. And it, they told me, now keep in mind, they told me a lot of stupid shit like gays should burn and the pentagram was the sign of the devil and Motley Crue was obviously a, a, a Satanist. Um, <clears throat> BC meant before Christ in the secular world. Was that was that what you were told? Well, it, it, yeah, BC meant before Christ. Okay. Because yep. it was, zero was when he was born, right? And, and all the world just says, eh, yeah, why not? That well, guy I was think, born in. I think technically there was no zero year so that's yeah right it started at one it didn't start at zero okay all right so it'd be like one ad or whatever i just find it odd the whole world says let's throw in with the with the christians and their lot and then ad ad means after dissension that's what i was told what is ad i i don't know i've heard after death which isn't correct that doesn't make sense it'd be no because there'd be a 30 some year (laughs) there'd be a 30 year uh Hang on. Little little area of uh that where time just disappeared. But it's some Latin thing, I think. <laughs> I'd imagine BC, BC stands for the English phrase before Christ, but A D here. Okay. And then the BCE, well who you know, that's like the, the tornado uh thing. It was just like, oh, it's an it's an F five, it's an F two. And they're like, oh, no, now it's an EF5 because it's the enhanced Fujita scale. Or then, you know, oh, she's a 1, she's a 5, she's a 10. And, uh, oh, no, she's an HP1. It's just fucking, are the numbers the same? Just leave a- the numbers. AD so. stands for adios, deus. <laughs> uh, AD does not mean after death, as many people suppose. BC yeah. stands for the English phrase before Christ. But AD stands confusingly for a Latin phrase, anno domini. In yeah, the year of our Lord. Go. Oh, that's where that comes. Uh, in the year <clears> of our Lord, before. yes. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was some Latin thing. Well, I thought BC would have to be Latin as well. You would think they wouldn't mix languages, but, you know, humans. So right. now it's BCE. Yes, and they have a, a note here. Uh, many biblical scholars, historians, and archaeologists prefer the less sectarian designations of before the common. Suck a dick. Just because Christians dominated the world <laughs> for I like know. two millennia, they get to keep something, right? They get to keep, if you kicked ass in the past, you get to keep something. Like the Muslims, or I mean, maybe more Arabs and Persian scholars, may have even predated Muhammad. Someone let me know. They get the claim on zero, right? They got the claim on zero? I don't know about that one. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Somebody invented zero. Chinese got gunpowder, right? Yep. They got Mm -hmm. some pretty good sailors in their history too, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Christians kicked a lot of ass over many years. And so they get to determine, yeah, it's zero. And then you, you, I'm not, do I like Christianity DT? Am I a big fan of Christianity and delusions? No, I'm not. I hate them. I, I just hate them. I don't uh, hate Christianity, but I think it's a stepping stone boy, to higher higher boy, levels of thinking. You have to I, let it go at some point. I yeah. don't hate Christianity. I don't necessarily hate any religion if it is done with moral and noble purposes and not used to lord over people and rule or to excuse the killing of other people. What I really hate is the 
is not even the practitioners. It's the fake practitioners, people who yeah. claim to be X, Y, or Z and art, and they're doing it for ulterior motives. <clears throat> and that's, right. that's who I hate. Um, but I don't know who I hate more. These atheists who are like, well, we just can't use BC. We have to separate ourselves because we're, we're not fools to believe dinosaurs lived 6,000 years ago. So here it is before the common era. Yep. In the common and era. In the common just, area. So, so Jesus made things common, I guess, or something. <laughs> I mean, it's like, just put another little uh, equal sign in your equation there. I mean, okay, so the common area is, you know, is adi, Anno Dominos or whatever it was, the Anno after pizza, after pizza, Anno Dominos. Yeah, and, uh, after pizza Dominos. And, and uh, you know, BCs before Christ, but now before common era. So, yeah, I mean, you put a little equal sign in there. Common mm-hmm. area, common era equals right. Christ. Is it a safe space common era? I don't want to go to the common era unless it's a safe space. My fifis won't be hurt. I like how the screen looks now. Uh, my uh, Black Brigade Eclipse is in between <laughs> you two guys' faces. You, I don't know uh, what that means. <laughs> did you find? Yeah, okay, so you obviously know how to set up a uh, an icon. Yeah. Yep. And it's even like pulsating around the icon. I know. Do that looks, on purpose it, or is that by accident? Well, that's just how StreamYard rolls. But, you know, I put the I put the eclipse in there. And it does look kind of cool, I would it say. It does look pretty cool. Hey, there's, a, <clears throat> there's a, a fraudster. The man is joining us now, apparently. PT <laughs> and the, the man. man reunited. That is why I am here. <laughs> Have you guys ever met or been on the same stream or no? Uh, I don't know. Have we? I don't think we've been on the same stream. Jazz. I definitely, I listen to you guys a lot, DT and the man. Um, yeah. Hey, you remember a that great podcast a, wh- a while ago called DT and the man? Remember that? It was awesome. Those are good times. That was, that's vintage, man. That's that's before it was just DT. Do you still got the, the archives and the MP3s? Yes. God, are they still up somewhere? People can yeah, download. They're still them? at blackbrigade.org. Blackbrigade.org. Okay, yeah, it was a great show. Too bad you guys fucked it up, just like all the other 1970s rock bands did. That's I don't like know if sh- there's. I don't know if there's the plural on that. I don't know if that that is a plural. I don't think that quite works. What the bands from the 70s? Guys, I think guys. maybe guy fucked it up. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, the patron saint of no fault over here. Two to tango, for God's sake. I, oh, I won't even get into it. I'm not going to get into the inside story. That's I think I upset him. I think I upset him. Who, the man? The man, yeah, because I was harsh on one of the podcasts on um, on some choices. Uh, but I, I, if, I, if I'm harsh on you, what does that mean? It means you love him. Well, well okay, well, that's not... <laughs> Go boys town just yet. It it means I care, but <clears throat> I care. I, no, I'm I'm I won't deny too. It's sometimes you gotta beat the shit out of a little brother and and, and it feels good. So there's Aaron Clary BC before caring, and then there's Aaron Clary before caring probably would have been <laughs> probably would have been but under in the any age relationship three. I no, I well Depends in any relationship you have, there's there's the Aaron Clary before caring, and then you start to care, and the real Aaron Clary comes out where he no, rips it's, on you. No, it's reversed. I try to care, then I lose all hope, and then I just okay. get angry. I guess okay. I care at some level. Why wouldn't you care about somebody to do their best? Why why would you go off on the default of I want you to fail? That doesn't no, make any no, sense. No, no, it's just uh, the care, not caring doesn't mean you want them to fail. Okay. It just means you might be ambivalent. 
you might True. be just kind of, ah, well, you know, testing the waters here. Yeah. And then and once then you I, get to know him, I have a vested interest in that yes. person. And, and then, then, then I, care. yes, that would be more. Yes. I could see, <laughs> I could see that happening. You are deadly right now. Cause op, uh, examples are going through my mind where I have like these people I care about and they're just going to fail. Like I can see it. They're just going to fail. And the, the Herculean thing is to let it go and not let it bother you. But it's, it's really freaking hard. Hey, really guess what? Hard. I'm not failing today. How are you not failing today? We are closing on our house, baby. Really? Is that yes. for sure? The, well, the, oops, the boomer gods came in and now there's a clause and Governor Dayton passed it or something. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm still not celebrating yet, but it's this afternoon. So, okay. What does that entail? Are the monies transferred electronically? Yep. You got to come here and sign or is everything done over no, the No, we've already done everything remotely mm -hmm. and it's just, they're going to sign everything and then it's all done. It's not my house anymore. Awesome. You, so I uh, will have officially escaped from Minnesota if everything goes well. If nothing last minute happens this afternoon, I will be consuming my dram, my fifty dollar dram oh. of single cask whiskey, and maybe, maybe doing a debrief to celebrate. Really? Yes. Well. While drinking, I mean, if I'm going to consume a fifty dollar dram, mm -hmm. I should probably record it for posterity. So. I think you should, but don't put it on the interwebs if you're going to record it. Record what? You said you're going to record it. No, 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 not just no. the audio. I'm, I'm saying doing a debrief, drinking, mm. and talking about how I finally escaped Minnesota. Uh, okay, I agree. I agree. No details. Oh, here's here's my social security <laughs> number on this form, and here's where they notarized this form, and it shows my current address. <laughs> no, you're not going to miss your house, man. Like I thought, ah, uh, maybe I missed the WBL. I so don't. I, cause I'm on my way out and man, that's going to be huge because now you, you don't have to worry so much about employment because your mortgage is going to be very low and affordable. Now that was, that was the biggest financial hurdle you had, uh, had to clear. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, uh, yeah, it, it'll just make everything better. It's just the final, it's like signing the divorce papers. You know, there is a little bit of sadness Yeah, my, my, uh, my realtor sent me some last minute pics of the house and I'm like, yeah, I really did like that place. It was a nice place. Lots of memories, raised my family there, you know, did a lot of work. And, but, uh, so there's a little sadness, but overall, awesome. Overall, it was like the giving tree. Whoop. Yes. Right. It got, exactly. It kind of got you to where you are. Right. Right. So you have to, you have to appreciate and be thankful for your time there and that you're able to sort your shit out. I was able to sort my shit out, get my head straight and realize I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I have an article for you. And I know it's like going down to Vegas and seeing a snowstorm that you guys suffer in winter. It's great. Like it makes me feel so much somehow Nevada is better when you guys are suffering. And there's an article you're just going to love written by Marxists who caused this problem. But we'll, we'll get to that later. Okay, Chad, cool. how are you doing? I'm good. I'm um, kind of doing work while I'm doing this because of that stupid September 15th deadline. Right. Um, but yeah, no, this is good to hear about DT's house and all this other good stuff. Can we uh, treat you like a fat gal? Sure. Meaning like we could ignore you if you're busy doing your... Absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go on Twitter and complain about, you know, what a what a misogynist you are i am i am all the way can we just accept that if you're born a male you're a misogynist nowadays like everybody's a misogynist 
Yeah, you fucking pig. Yes, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So uh what uh, out, of, out of my own curiosity in the world of Chad Elkins, what uh are you slowly uh, migrating your clients here from the from the postponers or as I was thinking last night, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Let's say you never had any extenders, right? Yeah. Well, what would you do? Only work four months a year, and then you got like this eight month thing where you just gotta. I mean, doesn't it give you something to do a little bit, give you a little bit of a cash influ- infusion mid uh, mid season. It does, and it's pretty much impossible to not have extenders. But the the idea that I tried to do this year was. Let's do it a little more gradually over the summer. You don't all have to wait until the very last oh. minute to make these deadlines. But man, human nature, you just can't you can't beat human nature. You unlock or find a way to get teenagers to listen, heck kids to listen, people to spend less than they make, or people to not postpone important shit to you just get if you can figure out one of those, the secret to unlocking one of those, you sure would be a multi-billionaire times over. Well, let me ask you a quick question. When's the last time you went to the dentist? Uh, two months ago. Okay. Was that your regular time or did you let it lag a little bit? I mean, are you usually... No, I, I, I went on the regular time because I care about my teeth. Most people equate what I do for some reason like a trip to the dentist and they dread it and it just, they delay, delay, delay until they have no choice. But you got to go. But exactly. But you think these kids realize that? But how dumb? See, that's the average person. That's got to be pretty damn stupid. I what I don't understand, and this DT can can attest to this. DT, when I say three o'clock, what do I mean? <laughs> you probably mean like two forty-five. Well, yeah, okay, I probably mean. <laughs> but but if all right, another way, someone tells me three o'clock. What do you think? I think they mean. At- precisely three o'clock or maybe a little bit earlier yes well you'll be there at three o'clock right you'll make sure you're there at three o'clock yes so that means showing up five minutes early yeah right but then when they don't show up or they can't i ask the question then why in f's name did you even state a finite concrete time it is the absolutism you need to file by this date or the IRS is going to get pissed. There are consequences. You need to do this, otherwise your teeth are going to fall out, and you need to do it at regular intervals. <clears throat> you would think that this is not like, oh, I need a new pair of socks. That you could kick down the road forever, especially if you got a woman barefoot and pregnant where she should be darning your freaking socks. Uh, listen, man, when you were in college, you know, you knew when your midterms were, right? They right. told you. Were you always were you studying you know the week or two before, or did you do most of your studying like the night before? Well, obviously you do the this most the plurality of your studying the night before, but I would always be studying, you know, thankfully after a year work in security, you could get building shifts. So I'm not the normal one in this one. I was always studying at night somehow. But that's what I'm saying is that the, the people that I'm talking about, they equate this to like, you know, jamming it in a day or two before the deadline. I, there's nothing I can do to change that. No, no. Mm-mm. And I found, well, here, hang on. Let me show you guys. Well, didn't you hear guys that time and being on time is racist now? Whoa. Who's saying that? Hey, <laughs> I'm looking it up. There's an article. Somebody said that being on time is racist. God. Well, okay. Whatever. What isn't racist now? <laughs> exactly. We're all massages. We're all racist. Is right it? here. That's my to-do list. This is, uh, and it's right. Normally it's there. When I sleep, so I wake up in the morning, I go to my desk and I go through it. Uh, then I carry it with me. 
And it's just, I don't know what, what else you do. I mean, I was, where was I? Um, I'm trying to remember where it was. Oh, I was last week and I was hanging out with a buddy. And we went visited her family. And here we are, Door County, da, 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 having a good old time. And they, they're perfectly all right sitting there watching TV. I'm like, well, don't you want to go enjoy the day or check this out or go fish? I mean, there's a million other things you, you could hunt. There's anything I'd rather be. No, people, there is, and I'm kind of curious where the IQ cutoff is, or maybe it's another personality trait, individualism. But these fuckers don't think they're going to die, and they think they got all the time in the world. And, um, well, did you guys hear about the gal that, that got uh, – discharged or acquitted of three out of four murder charges because she buried her newborn in the backyard. I heard no. something about that. I didn't, I don't like reading stories like that. No, I don't, but it, it shows you um, how dumb people are. And I, I want to know what was this girl's IQ? What was it about her? Here she was Miss perfect little prissy white blonde girl. Okay. She had to be poppy. She was beautiful. She was good. She gets pregnant. Now the first thing you would do is that, if you think that this is going to ruin your social life, you would do what, gentlemen? Uh. <laughs> Take morality out of it. Your main goal is to maintain your popularity and your status. You're a truly the epitome of a privileged white girl, beautiful blonde in the United States. Now you're pregnant. What do you do? The very first thing. Get an abortion or put it on Facebook. You get. <laughs> that's, I thought I was dark. That's good, Chad. That's good. <laughs> no, what you do is you get the morning after pill. You don't even let it get to the abortion stage. Right, although yeah. some people would say yeah. it's it's abortion. This gal had such a lack of delayed gratification. Or one could. Mullen who always talks about delayed gratification. It's I'll give you three cookies an hour from now if you don't have one cookie now and as a measure of intelligence. But there's also a delayed fear of pain, and they will be willing to suffer thrice the amount of pain uh, a, a year from now than just taking their lumps up front and doing it. So what this gal did to show you how dumb and how endemic this is in the human mind, low IQ people, is she waited until she gave birth to it and at which, once the kid makes it past the gates, now what? It's no longer an it. It's no longer an it. It has <laughs> lives. It has a life, and it has rights. Yes. And so she buried it. Uh, there was speculation as to whether it was stillborn or not. The uh, coroner said no, it was alive. She murdered yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> and then, but, oh, she's a pretty girl. She can't go to jail. So she got, of the four charges, she got busted for mishandling of a corpse. Oh my god! And she still cried because she might have chill time. What 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 state was this in? If this oh, isn't where the North Carolina governor talked uh, about, oh, we'll keep the babies. Gotta be Florida. Gotta be Florida. It's gotta be Florida. We'll keep like the babies uh, comfortable, and then the mother and the doctor will decide whether to murder the baby. Uh, mishandling of a corpse. Uh, girl charged. What is this gal's name? Mom sense no. Someone in the chat said Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, it's um, Ohio. All right. Yeah. Um, this is not unlike, almost identical to another one where a woman gave birth and then threw her kid in the dumpster. And, and it shows you, look, if you intended to terminate, be it kill out of the womb or inside the womb, this child's life, you didn't want it. Why didn't you do it when it was legal? You want to talk about procrastination and the cost of procrastinations. You waited until you had to, you had to hide a body. You literally had to hide a body. 
but there was no consequence. So she ended up being right. Right. I mean, it's just like the, the uh, guy that killed Kate Steinle, the illegal alien. Let's he got, right. he got completely fucking off too. I mean, it's just that the, you're starting to piss me off, Clary. Well, no, no, you're no, starting no, to make me angry. Let's, let's take that away. Let's take that away. <laughs> let's not even talk about the egregiousness or the sadness. Uh, Cause I have a good, a bad and an ugly story for you, DT. So we can focus on the good story uh, after this. Okay. Um, out of mere inconvenience, don't you think giving birth is kind of a pain in the ass? Because the women don't thing. shut up about it. Yeah, they claim it's the most horrible thing. To, I, you know, that's yeah. So yeah, it it better be. Versus taking a <laughs> pill or going to the doctor. Maybe you're doped up a little bit, and then one day you're done and you're running your marathon, or you're going back to get your MBA or whatever it is. You're back to your life. Well, the point you're making is that people today are 100 percent irresponsible. Yep. But lazy, delaying, delaying what that, you know, they'd rather live in a fantasy world. Well, maybe it's not happening. Maybe that yeah. little stick that showed uh, whatever it is, blue or whatever the fuck it shows. Maybe that maybe that was wrong. And maybe oh, maybe I'm just get getting a little fat. You know, maybe yeah. I'm, you know, oh, oh wow. Oh, shoot. Something well, chicken in there now. Well, then this and this is empirical evidence of something I should have been cynical enough to already know. Isn't this evidence that lies are the most addicting thing ever? Like, if you are willing to go to jail for murder, infanticide, because you're such a lazy, procrastinating fuck, you're so delusional, you want to believe the lie, that you will come to term and then you will kill it. I don't know. I mean, people do some crazy-ass, bad-ass shit for drugs. This seems to be the exact same thing. The you great know, the thing about lies is you can sell them legally. Here's the crazy thing, though. She might have been pregnant to get the attention. She might've been pregnant to, Oh, you're so you're glowing today. And you know how people fawn over you, you know, so she wanted all the attention while she's pregnant. And then when it comes time for the consequences, uh, just kill it because you know, it's okay to kill babies now. Yeah. I have a darker theory. I think whoever the father was, she was trying to keep him around. So maybe, yeah. Yeah. You're not, you know what's sad? Remember in the remember when we were happy and naive? BC. Okay, BC. Yeah, right. Whatever that stands for now. Before cynicism. Right. And the concept of a woman falsely accusing a man of rape, I mean, it was just shocking. Like no one would stoop that low. And then pretty much back then you would believe everyone. A woman came up, a claim she was raped. Oh my God, let's get you to the uh, the hospital let's get you to the police we get a, a report what does he look like is he nearby get the test get his dna <clears throat> now now <laughs> you're so jaded that's not irrational chad that <sighs> is that is 100 uh what is it pal- palpable feasible, palatable possible? palatable is that yeah. palatable means mm-hmm. tolerable what is plausible plausible thank plausible. you that is 100 plausible and we're, we're all AC after cynicism. We're all, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. It's like Mythbusters, Mythbusters, where it's <laughs> how, no longer, how many no longer busted. Tw- it's no longer Nin- busted on Mythbusters. It's all plausible now. <laughs> 19 years, 362 days, the lights have to stay on before I die. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, man. Going? <laughs> just, I, just, I just have to die before the water in the Titanic takes my body away. I just sip that last bit of scotch. I'm like, Don't right. you want to see it happen, though? I mean... I, I, you already I mean, like do. you're you already just at the can. end of your life, end of your life, and you're just like, you know, break out the lawn chair and just enjoy the show. You I, know? 
that would be where you know the law collapses. I get my AR fifteen, and it's 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 wabbit season. Um, but it season. already it's already happening now, and this is why I use that phrase: enjoy the show. Yeah, because in every article you read now, where the left is obviously winning, um, if you if you look at it in a different way or look behind it, you just see some absolutely miserable people. This gal, she's fucked in the head. All right, it's despicable and evil and vile what she did. She's dumb, but she gets to be her for the rest of her life. I mean, she, every and anytime somebody now Google searches her name, Miss Popularity, although the men are so thirsty, they probably still chase after mm-hmm. her. I mean, this girl is just, she was already fucked for the rest of her life. Now she's triply fucked for the rest of her life. Um, any article about women making great, oh, we got to get me too. And the progression, like they lowered the adder scores in Australia. They're doing that. You can't wait to get women into the workforce. And again, I'm not against it. I'm a libertarian. You go do what you want, but then they're all miserable and crying because they don't have kids. And then the, what's her name? The sex in the city gal is now sad. She doesn't have kids. It's like, you know what? I don't feel bad. I mean, this is the payback. It's the payback. It's we did everything right, and now we get to enjoy the show. I'm on Facebook. I look at all the, not necessarily popular kids, but the asshole kids back in the day. Oh, single moms, single dads need money, this or that. Some of them got legal. Some of them got the ex-husbands hunting them down that they need to be fucking, uh, 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 not quarantined. What is it? Uh, where you go to the cops and say, don't let that person bother me no more. Restraining order? Restraining order. <laughs> I mean, it. It's a show, and that's what we get. To, it's happening right now, DT. When we read yeah. this, do you want me to go through this article here? No, I know what's happening right now. That's yeah. going to be the point of my mm, the coffee's good podcast is yeah. is enjoying the enjoy the show, sip on that glass of Schadenfreude. You know, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, uh, well, here, let me. This will make you feel good. All right, let's let's do an experiment, DT. Okay. All right. Now you are is the upset. man involved too. Can, can <laughs> the man's involved. involved yeah the man <laughs> the man the man version 2.0 he's involved uh, but the man is involved but i want to get we're going to use an experiment on you the article which we didn't read but the fact that uh prissy little white girl uh, barbie girl got away with murder essentially mm-hmm. um and such a despicable thing happened all right now this is a despicable thing that's happening but let's see if you can enjoy the show and tell me why this is a good thing okay well, I would just add, let's just add a capper on who's really despicable. It's those 12 fucking people on the jury. Yes, that is that is true. I always, you know, it's like, you know, whether a politician's doing something or whatever, I always say, well, it's larger society's fault right. here. Ilian so, Omar is the symptom. Yes. I mean, she's yes. like basically the herpes boil on the on the vagina, not the not the virus itself. She's just the ugly thing we have to look at. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Ilian Omar's district, are you ready for this, DT? Oh, so is this the experiment now? This is the experiment. You ready? Okay. Okay. Yeah. From the city pages, which will be germane later, pack hunters push robberies up 53% in downtown Minneapolis. Okay. Now, now there's a bunch of unicorns in the picture surrounding a white guy who's just been knocked out. And you're the- really using all the Black Brigade terminology. <laughs> I am. I want you to feel at home. I want you to feel at home. Unicorn, uh, please- yeah, dude. Not perfect women. That's that's not in Black Brigade terminology. Unicorn does not mean the perfect no, woman. <laughs> no. uh, police say it's finessing. Packs of teens begin their late night hunts in downtown Minneapolis, looking for lone drunks. People distracted by cell phones pray they won't fight back. 
one person will strike up a conversation with the target. A moment later, the victim will be jumped, punched, and kicked into the pavement by the others. It is the ultimate moron crime. In exchange for the risk of felony assault and robbery charges, all they're usually walking away with is a cell phone and a wallet already emptied at a bar. The phones are later sold at automated kiosks like Eco ATM. the cops believe. Once the money is divvied, a major score might come to $50 each. Yet security video suggests this is less about money than violence for violence's sake. Footage shows teens taking turns jumping on an unconscious victim riding a bike over a prone body. The weak are enjoying their power over the helpless, emboldened by safety in numbers. Um, Yes. While the crime itself may be small and ugly, the price of downtown Minneapolis grows higher. Robberies are up 53% this year in central downtown. In one 20-day stretch last month, 47 people were attacked. Much of that figure is attributed to pack hunters. So Minneapolis police sent three dozen cops to do some hunting of their own. They begged 16 suspects, half were juveniles, one a mere 13 years old. Police believe some were responsible for multiple robberies, and the attacks seem to have at least temporarily subsided. Downtown merchants have been complaining about the quality of life crime for years. They say suburban residents are becoming too afraid to visit, and bar goers are bailing early to be- avoid becoming marks. By midnight, the place is almost empty because people are trying to get out of Dodge. Jay Enniger, part owner of the Poor House, recently told WCCO. It's the wild, wild west out here. D- DT, <clears throat> I know you weren't a, a, a party-going man, but did you ever go to downtown Minneapolis in the 90s? First, I just want to say, yeah. do you remember that article when we were kids called Teen Beat? Barely. I, it's got a new meaning now, I guess. <laughs> now, those, teens, <laughs> those teens are just beating people out there. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. I, I Even when I wasn't red-pilled and I wasn't Black Brigade, let it burn, I still never, I really didn't like to go downtown. You, uh, it maybe wasn't your cup of tea, but I do remember one of the few things I will fondly remember of the Twin Cities, particularly Minneapolis. And there's less few, less things to enjoy about Minneapolis than St. Paul. Uh, it did have a really great nightlife, um, because Prince was still going on. He still owned some, um, uh, uh, clubs. First Avenue had some great shows. Um, there were a bunch of little other bars and jazz clubs and things you could go to. It, there was actual genuine culture. Not just they, they had their boom chicka boom bars, but you could go downtown Minneapolis. It was safe. There was a ton to do. And I even noticed this five, six, seven years ago. It's it's a ghost town now. Hmm. I mean, no one's going. No one's going. And now you have added reason more recently not to go there. Uh, all of a sudden, it's twelve thirty. They're like, you know what? We don't want to be part of the shenanigans down here. The Loons Cafe, Tim Mahoney told the station, we're going home. Much of the blame is being directed towards the city council. Gavin Rydell, an <laughs> owner of Infinite Vapor posted a Facebook video showing gunfire on Hennepin Avenue. Uh, his accompanying commentary likely spoke for many downtown merchants. Thank you, Minneapolis City Council, for focusing on bike lanes, banning e-flavors, e-cig flavors, raising taxes, raising wages to the point that businesses will eventually fail. You guys are about the worst policymakers in the country. I'm adding a video of what happens in Minneapolis every single weekend. The media doesn't cover it. The state doesn't talk about it. Minneapolis, after dark, is one of the most dangerous cities there is. See, they're blaming the wrong people. Again, it's back to the point I made earlier. They're blaming the council. Well, who the fuck voted for the fucking council? Well, the council can also... Well, right, right. But the the council could also... uh, No, you're right. Inevitably, I'm sorry. I was going to say, well, the council could get more police, but no, you're right. They'd get voted out then. Right. Well, they're not going to... They're just going to get replaced with other Democratic leftists who won't. Exactly. All right, now, you're very upset. Let me pull up my... (laughs) Did we go there at all when I visited you? Uh, we did not. Not really downtown. Um, mm-hmm. We went. 
We took you to Sebastian Joe's, which is south of downtown. Psycho Susie's, where's that? Psycho Susie's in north. We went. We drove through downtown. Mm. Uh, yeah, didn't we go past the Target Center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of basically the area. But um, this last is... time I went downtown, we went to the Children's Theater to go yeah. see The Hobbit with yeah. my kids, and we had to walk through this park. And there's all kinds of fucking homeless people everywhere. Yeah. It was it was completely uncomfortable. It was a shit experience getting to there. Once you got into the children's theater, it was fine. But I mean, that's why <laughs> it's not the council. I, it's the people. They, I remember the days there was an agreement that the city of Minneapolis had with the people. And that was after six, the parking meters were no longer enforced. You could park for free and you could go to venues. You could go downtown. You could do this. You could do that. And then they, then they, and then they say, oh, nope, it's 24-7. The rates will change. They might be cheaper, but it's 24-7. And it, there's, that was the main reason for getting crime. I won't lie to you. It was like, dude, it's a pain in the ass now yeah. to get to the venues I want to go. Uh, fuck you guys. I don't want to. I don't want oh, oh, good. You got, you got yourself an extra quarter in parking fees, but you lost yourself $5 in taxes right. that I was going to spend on food and booze. But that, that's all right. Um, let me pull up my notes here. I want you... Me. Come up with five. Well, both of you guys, let's come up with five good things about this article. Okay, five good things. There's, I think there's more. I'm just gonna come up with as many as I can. That no, no, no. A just, bunch just, of let me let me teens write them down. The, but, but what's the, the the summary of the article is that a bunch of teens are mugging people to get their cell phones to take them to some kind of kiosk where they can sell them. Yeah, I guess and, there's a kiosk where you can sell phones. Okay. And and the and it's it's having an effect. People okay. are clearing out. That that is the that's the basic story in summary, called, right? That's a good one. I'm gonna add that to mine. I, take some time. Take some time and write them down. Well, I'm not I'm, saying yeah, I'm not saying what's good. I'm just summarizing the story. Do that's we just the story. do we shout them out or are we doing no, this? Uh, write them down. Take right. some time to sit and think them through. Pencil and what? I don't I'm in the bunker here, but I don't have my notepad right here. Paper sitting around here. I'll have to I'll have to type. I'll be right back. Yeah, I'm just gonna type them in my brain. Okay, type them in your brain. I'm going through them here. Um good things, good things. Well, I I know the obvious one, but can I say one? No, I'm still in the middle of getting mine done. Oh. <clears throat> this is riveting po- podcasting right now. You know what? It's not always. <laughs> At least we're not singing. They hate that. <laughs> um, what else? We got a lot of super chats too, but we'll. Well, we'll go through it after this one yeah. then. Well, yeah, I just. <clears throat> um. So good things about this article. Right. Good things from uh, enjoy the show perspective. Okay, so I come up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've come up with seven good things, one of which would be only uh, pertaining to me. It wouldn't pertain to necessarily you guys. Um, hmm. you guys got your list? I just got a couple on here. Okay, I'll just wing it. Okay, yeah. go ahead, DT. You're you're the guest of honor. 
Well, I mean, what is the Black Brigade? It's let it burn, right? Let it burn. This is, right? this is letting it burn. This is what happens when there's too many people voting for leftists. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, this is, reap what you sow. It's time to reap what you sow, baby. Yep. Oh, that okay. was one of mine. <laughs> well, there, there'll be some overlap. Chad, what do you got? I mean, mine is, a, I meant in a more humorous way. At least it gets these kids out of the house instead of just sitting around <laughs> like, playing video games. I mean, does that count as one? They are getting exercise, yes. Beating up yeah. Whitey, you're getting, you're getting your blood rate up. You're getting your, uh, your cardio in, I guess, at least. Yes. <laughs> Along those lines, it's good for the medical industry. They're, they, good, right. People's jobs yeah. depend you know, in the ER on yeah. healing these people. Yeah. And Forget broken companies. window fallacy. We need broken bones. Yeah, that's HCMC. <laughs> they got yeah. more people, and the ambulance people there, and they see. Then there's a multiplier effect. The EMT guys, they make more money. Then they yeah. spend it on baby formula for the kids, and the baby formula producer. Yes, there's like this. We're practically going to become Hong Kong. Minneapolis is about to become the next Hong Kong here pretty soon. You're right. right. I got another one. It's good for the illegal drugs market because I mean that's probably what they're spending their money on. Right, that's true too. Which is yeah. tax free, by the way. Tax free, you don't pay taxes on that. Exactly. I'm always, I'm always about stiffing it to Uncle Sam. Uh, you know, you know I, I am. Yeah, you know there I you am. go. Well, maybe they're beating these people so that when they go to the hospital, they get a prescription for fentanyl or some kind of opioid, and then they use the money from their cell phone to buy it from them. That's really good. It could be that's just really a whole good. circular thing. This could be all just a scam where yeah. they're, where they're, you know, they're. It's a willing mark. That's just going to make a bunch of money on the pain killing pills. All right. Here's my list. All right. One, it's happening in Minneapolis, which has been the meanest, uh, most anti Aaron city I've ever lived in. Casper is a pretty darn close one, but Minneapolis is just a, the, the community of Minneapolis deserves this to happen to each other. That's the overall point. Um, the people getting assaulted, likely liberal people, you know, the young party goers, the millennials, they know everything. Mm-hmm. And, and the irony, I mean, I want to know how many of these party goers downtown all voted Obama or Mark Dayton or Democrat, and they all just can't wait to help out diversities and, oh, we're privileged and oppressed. And probably some of them are so cucky, so dopey cucky, they might even say, well, that's because I have privilege. That's why I deserve to get beaten up. So when the cops are talking to them, they're like, can you describe your assailants? And they go, um, (laughs) they were a bunch of teens. Yeah, teens. teens. That's youth. That's what that was. Youth. Teens. Uh, This also hurts the liberal citizens of Minneapolis by lowering their standards of living. They have more (laughs) crime. They have less um, this is more of an economics of tourism. I know we think tourism, oh, I'll go to Florida, I'll go to Mexico, but there is intertown tourism. Like they rely on their Minneapolis relies on its vibrant downtown uh, to get all the money from the suburbs. They also rely on the employers downtown for people to spend their money at lunch or whatever else. Um, that's going to drive that away if it hasn't done so already. Uh, in a larger sense, it's caused capital flight. People aren't even going to go to downtown with articles like these. Um, the irony, what I love about it is the city pages. DT, explain yes, the city pages gonna... for people who don't know what the city pages is. I was just going to say, I should, you know, yeah, I got to trust where you go and you, you build these things in a logical way. You said article and the immediately what flashed across my mind was this was written by the fucking city pages. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What's the, the city fact that the fact city, that the city it's like pages, the Chicago Reader. <laughs> oh, that rag. Okay. Right. Yeah. 
it the is, fact they even use the word teens. I mean, they should have come up with a different euphemism. I mean, teens, everybody knows what teens means now. But the fact that City Pages even use teens. Youngsters. I mean, the, like, this came from uh, The Economist. The Economist had an article about how liberals are becoming illiberal and we got to look out for them. And I tweeted at them and I actually got some traction. I got like, I think, two dozen retweets or something. I said, don't you dare attack your Frankenstein monster when you decide right. to go all political yeah. in, in the mid-aughts. Fuck you, you causes. And the City yep. Page assholes, who has been, the City Page is, is, is like the Chicago Reader Chad where it is just blatantly Marxist leftist shit. The only reason it ever existed is because before the internet, it was like, okay, you run your ad like, hey, we're playing at this bar at this time, this band. It was basically the go out uh, event schedule for that week so the city page would run. and then on the back of that actual money-making operation was a bunch of washed up fucking journalistic nobodies who just fucking jizzed all over it with their marxist fucking dribble and i'm well, sure if you look because it was free the city pages is free too the little the little uh dispensers that would be sprinkled around downtown right. and they'd give it the reader. the reader yeah the readers it's the same yeah. business model and so are they hey they're selling to the young hip teens and 20s crowd what are you gonna write you know austrian economics and fiscal conservatism maybe get william f buckley jr in there fuck no it was all we need this and then and then it's white people's fault and then and then and then and now it's like hey come to this place that we the city pages said oh you got the shit kicked out of you and now you're in the hospital <laughs> it's hilarious it's fucking <laughs> precious the city pages even is writing i'm surprised they even put this article up because right. it, it totally goes against their narrative. <clears throat> yep. Um, and then the final two things are personal to me. One, I don't live in Minneapolis anymore. I'm not paying property taxes for this <laughs> shit. I mean, it, it's, I don't even go, I don't even visit because the, the traffic's too long and bad to get there. And the, and the parking. It is like, <laughs> and, and you guys are dicks. You guys are fucking dicks. It, it's like, Oh, darn, there's starvation in Venezuela when they all voted that shit in. I'm laughing my fucking ass off. It's like, oh, your daughter's a whore now? Huh. You mean Hugo Chavez did it? It's like this is like on a smaller level, but it's still great. And the final thing, I'm leaving state. Fuck, it, fuck Minnesota. Fuck Minneapolis. <laughs> you guys have fun. You go have your, your culture, you have your vibrant community, you have your vibrant, exciting downtown where all the aggregate would go fuck yourself. I don't care. See, from from my perspective, having escaped Minnesota, this is just vindication. It's just right. It's it's the it's the cherry on top of the shit Sunday right. that now tastes like chocolate because it's like, yep, this is exactly what I why I left. And and I made the right decision. And Can, more people so? should do the same thing. And if the and if the businesses are starting to say, "Well, we're shutting down early," and all, I mean, Loon Cafe. I've gone to Loon Cafe before. They, that's where Soul Asylum uh, started uh, playing. I don't Ooh. know. You remember Soul Asylum? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Runaway Train, Never mm -hmm. Coming Back band. Yep. Oh, is that that '90s band that sang that yes. really kind of gay song yeah. that one yes. time? Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> They're from Minnesota. Did and they, their lead, and they... lead guy kill himself too? I don't think so. No, nah, they're too they're too peppy for that. Yeah. Yeah. The nineties so, bands that were peppy. 
<laughs> but they played at the Loon Cafe all the time. That's sort of the Loon Cafe uh, boasts that yeah, we we uh, sort of quote discovered Soul Asylum. Oh, did right? they? So, did they know? Okay, so, I'm, I'm sure the millennials and Gen Zers are all over that shit. Hey, the fact that these here. guys, that these all these business owners are are you know basically screaming, and the city pages is listening to them now and saying what they're saying. That is great news. That's yep. that's awesome. So hopefully, hopefully it'll just discourage more people from opening businesses and just no, and maybe no. and, and adjust their schedule. Oh, well, no. we're not going to stay open late and that'll, that'll <laughs> drive down revenue and all those things, you know, you hear about enjoy the, the decline, let it you, burn. No, 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 no. What did we just talk about? You got people who don't know who aren't wise enough to have an abortion before they commit infanticide. Okay. That's the population we're dealing. There are going to be idiots and morons that go down there to try and start businesses, not real ones. Not now, people are like no, I'm not going down there, but it's it's gonna. But there's always going to be an idiot. They're not going to yeah. employ thousands of people. They, you remember the Bite Cafe, B Y T E? No. Okay. Now I'm glad you guys are both sitting down because this is so fucking funny and so fucking clever. You'd be flattened off your feet. See, um, these two guys decided that they knew better than the restaurants they were working for as chefs, so they came up with this this restaurant called Bite. Now, <clears throat> Bite phonetically means to take a bite out of food or you would think because it's a restaurant but you see they were clever their marketing was to spell it b-y-t-e it was going to be a geek cafe see you guys get that fucking humor you get it <laughs> oh, huh? Okay. Huh? You see how fucking funny bite. they were hardy how could get it up. possibly fail with geniuses like that so these morons front page the city pages, the Star Tribune, Pioneer Press, they couldn't line up enough to suck these guys' dicks because they were gonna they are gonna have fair wages. We're gonna pay a living yep. wage. They paid fifty. You know how long they lasted? I saw this article. I think it's it wasn't even a year, was it? Nope, eight months. Oh yeah. god. They got all their tax breaks, they got all their tax <laughs> increment financing or whatever the fuck they got. <laughs> it's like, oh, we can't make this work. Couldn't yeah, see you later, Minneapolis. We'll take our tax money and run. <laughs> There's always going to be idiots going there. I mean, it's got to get to Detroit levels where people are like, fuck no, we're not coming here at all. And they start raising entire neighborhoods because the infrastructure isn't worth keeping them. That's the level it's got to get. All right. So that's, that's the I was, that was the question I was going to ask was yeah. just what is it going to take before it all finally just kind of, okay, yeah, it's done. Like you said, there's plenty of stupid people that'll keep this thing afloat. You know, they'll keep driving downtown on all the pot, you know, the potholes yeah. on the roads warm you up for when you get your head beat in, right? It's just like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is the training. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my, my, my teeth are banging together. And then bam, you're ready when you get mugged. There's so. three, there's three reasons Minneapolis will hold out longer than Detroit. Uh, the first one is winter. Uh, even working security, we could, even the police, they could go down part-time uh, and lay, you could take a furlough or take a vacation because the cold did half your job for you. All right. So that's one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is the um, Scandinavian mentality and culture of Minnesota. Just like Sweden, Minnesotans can't wait to spread their ass cheeks to get ass raped and fucked over by people who hate their guts. So right. the, the naive culture, oh, we're no, we're understanding Scandinavian culture. We'll go downtown and oh my God, oh, Sven got beaten in, but it, <laughs> it wasn't because of his skin color. Oh no, it was, uh, we must have done something to offend. Those the third thing is, is, is the Minnesota state, not, not Minneapolis city, but the Minnesota state education 
completely indoctrinates their little kids. Hundreds of billions of dollars over the years is spent, yes, reading, writing, arithmetic, but for every penny spent on that, there's another half in political indoctrination. And then you get to the U of M campus, Minneapolis-St. Paul. Uh, th- those kids are just brainwashed. Oh, go downtown. It's culture. Oh, no, there's nothing bad. Don't worry about it. So it will last a while. But it is not going to be the heyday it was in like the 80s or the 90s. Even the 70s, there was some fun shit going on, according to my parents. They were telling me, oh, yeah, it was a grand old time, you know, restaurants and hotels. And so it sounded like a great time then. But it it will, but it's going to be a slow decay. And to any outside observer that actually has like taste, like there's no, there's no great bands playing there anymore. There's, the, there's no, there's no cool restaurants or anything like that. I mean, it's just, oh, hey, another microbrew. Wow. Do you have 48 selections of different IPAs on tap too? Holy shit, can't get that in the suburbs with free parking and for half the price. I got to come here and get my ass beat. Yeah. So do you understand now? Are you enjoying the show? Can you see how you can enjoy the show? I did see that um, article. I did not watch the videos. Maybe I should have. All right. But you know, I'm just saying. some popcorn and been right. like, oh. There's some Scandinavians getting their heads beat in by a bunch of teens. Yep. Those darn teens, you know. Now, can you see the good side of this? Oh yeah, I mean, it, there's okay. plenty of good. There's okay. plenty of good side. That's for me personally, to... there. For me personally, there's tons of good side. Um, and I'll just keep banging the drum of, you know, even in that article itself, they're blaming the fucking city council. No, it's not the city council. It's your neighbors. It's the guy next door with the fucking Bernie sign. Blaming up the city in council. Yard. Yeah. Of, uh, those rich people in the suburbs aren't coming here. <laughs> oh, they're just hate their racist, sexist. Da, 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 da. It's right. like, yeah, right. people are getting, yeah, they, they, at least they've gone to the city council now. I mean, nothing's going to change, but just, just be happy. This, this is, yeah, that's, this that, is, it is true, but that's always just an out. It's always just an excuse. I mean, business owners are always going to blame government for all their problems, right? Right. And, and it's a, it's an excuse. It's your customers, it's the people that live down the street. It's that's who's the problem. And, okay. and once you recognize that, then everything comes into focus and you're able to enjoy the decline and let it burn. That's, that, that's, you know that's great what it about takes. The, you know, what's great about the people who are going to live down my street in Hermosa. Um, what? There ain't going to be no neighbor, like at least a they're, mile and a half away. Like, they're no. me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they're you, basically. I can wave to you. Hey, DT! We got our goggles on. I think that's Clary. I'm not sure. Get the telescope. That's... Um, Chad, you want to get us in the super chads here because you obviously are the best? Oh, man. There's a lot of them. That's fine. That's fine. That means lots of Poke Bowl for me. So well, you, the, said a, the you first, said a lot. I was going to say they need to step it up, man. What are you talking <laughs> about? Might be $5 some, from Cynic and Chief right off the bat. That's a handsome might, donation. Oh, is it just not? Am I not seeing enough here? I mean, the one, like the very first one you guys got, which was a minute or two before I got here, was $14.99. Oh, hang see on. That one? No. I'm, uh, do you have it? Because I'd have to refresh my screen. Yeah, I've got All it. All right, let's go through it. Let's get, cat, play catch up so we don't get too far behind here. Well, Dan Powell for $14.99. Hey, Aaron, how do you deal with the dum-dums around you on a daily basis? I've lost all patience. I'm short with or blunt and mock all of them daily. Patience is not a virtue. Thoughts? Uh, I, I'm glad he brought this up because this is one of the three main things I wrestle with. In the past, I used to drink. That's how I did it, <clears throat> and it helped. It really did. Someone uh, watched my video, Dan, on... um. 
something, uh, the benefits of alcohol or overcoming alcohol, something like that. It's the latest video I've done on alcohol, uh, but it absolutely would numb you to the idiocy and the pain. Now, you know, if you want your health, you can't drink forever. And I drink way too much and enjoy booze way too much that I can't drink. And it is like salt with Tabasco sauce and jalapeno peppers rubbed into a wound every fucking day. Like, okay, let me give you guys an example. Guys, where would you go that's quiet? Let's say you're an author. You know, a guy, you're an author. And you got to write a book, you know, about maybe millennials or something. And you have to focus. Where's a quiet place to go and walk or work that is not your house because you got to get the fuck out of the house? Uh, the library. The The library. library. I haven't gone to a library in over a decade. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the library. And I get there. I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. There's some nice chairs. It's updated. I'm not mm-hmm. being forced to read by some Nazi fucking teachers. And there's a chair and it's comfortable. It's got a plug and I go there. What happens? A homeless person gets next to you. Homeless person. You got some homeless people. They go on the internet. What do they usually look at? Look at? Porn. 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 One guy starts making grunting noises. <clears throat> <clears throat> and I'm not even in the city. I'm like in, a, in an inner ring suburb, you know, which is still relatively like it, it's a nice town. And I'm like, okay. Uh, That's what it's like here, man. Oh, I, I, horrible I here. don't even, well, I'm not even going to the libraries here. <clears throat> so <laughs> I got, I go to a different library. This time it's way out in the burbs, practically to Wisconsin. Uh, I'm, I'm not choking. So I sit down, it's raining. Oh, nice rain, big windows, corners, a chair right there, electrical plug in. Oh, I'm all, I'm ready to get my author on bunch of chairs all around me. A guy decides to pick one right next to me, which is already a bad sign. Like, what the fuck? And it's this Asian guy. I think he's Japanese. You know how I know he was Japanese? He was quiet? No, because he proceeded to just talk to himself for 15 (laughs) minutes on the phone. He was like, no one's, he says, and whispering, oh, I get out of my hawata and kanatane. And I'm like, fuck. Did he have some kind of uh, translation program on? He was trying to figure out. How no, to... <laughs> it was it was weird. Like he was thinking to himself, but then he got too loud. They was like talking normally. Then he go back quiet again. And I'm not kidding, guys. I'm, I'm to Brian who paid fourteen dollars. Brian, I have my pistol in my backpack, and I'm and I just start. I'm not thinking about writing anymore. I'm fantasizing. Like I could kill him now. I could <laughs> just kill that fucker right now. Or or maybe I don't kill him. Maybe I just grab his phone very politely, say excuse me, put it on, and then put the gun and blast his gun you know which would be not good but it feels so fucking good and then <laughs> See, i say oh hmm. where the girl gets away with killing her baby and burying it in the backyard you would not get away with that oh no i'd get oh, ac you would not yeah, get even away shooting his phone i'd be in jail for a year yes absolutely yeah. <laughs> you would not get away with it um and then it's supposed to be quiet but in addition to bums and apparently mentally ill japanese men who else likes to go to libraries in the middle of the day? Uh, I'll give I you a hint. They make noise. Children? Children. They make lots of noise and they cry. Now, do their Gen X and millennial mothers take them outside? No, they're busy with their Starbucks. You can't even go to the library. 
And now I have, I am not joking when I say this. I don't have every legal right, but I have every moral right to take out the moms, take out the weirdo Japanese guy, <laughs> or eat the shit out of him and say, shut the fuck up. And I I was half tempted to start dancing down the, the, the library aisles and sing a song like, oh, you can't be quiet. You can't be quiet, you stupid fucks, because you're in the library, but you're a shitty mom, and you're a weird-ass Japanese guy talking to himself, but I'm the one who's fucked up, because I expect it to be quiet. You know, just go and sing and dance and, and, and just see what the fuck would happen. Probably get kicked out. But no, you, you <clears throat> people are getting dumber. And especially if you live in a city and you have to deal with them, just in, in public, just, just going shopping down the aisles. What is another trait of your modern day American? But typically women, because these are the ones I witnessed doing it. But what, what is everybody doing in general in society? We are getting all, not us because we work out. Oh, oh fatter. fatter. We're all getting fatter. And these fat, bloated land whales would just stop at an intersection between a row and a column and just park there. And it's like, lady, move your fat fucking ass. Right? <laughs> these aisles were built in 1975 for relatively thin people. You are so fat, I can't. They just stop. And, you know, for Brian, well, no, I don't have the answer. I wish I had the answer. Charlie Sheen once said that no one's above common courtesy. Charlie fucking Sheen, Charlie said Sheen. That, right? Right. Mm. But so but the I next... mean, and and that that is completely missing now. There's no such thing as common courtesy anymore. Really, but I people... see it even even in South Dakota. I see it. I do still see. I see some of it it's here. It's not as now. it's not as prevalent, but people... there is just no thinking of you are out in the third dimension, and there are other people here, and you're not in a video game, and you're not on your device. You actually are affecting other people with your presence and how you're acting, Sillipsa. and nobody thinks of it. Yeah. It's 100% and total syllabus. The, you know, a lot of people get pissed off at the Somali drivers because they drive for shit, and they do drive for shit unless they're a taxi cab driver, in which case they drive rather well. But their wives, you see a Honda Odyssey in Minnesota, get the fuck out of the way because <laughs> it's a Somali gal who doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. <clears throat> but it's not just the Somalis because you know uh, what's his name, Bill Bird does the older Asian shtick. Like you drive past an old person, someone driving slowly. Is it, is it older Asian? Right. It's everybody. It's everybody. This has happened. This is across all races, all ages. You got the young people texting on their phones. You got the middle-aged soccer mom just being dumb. Uh, you have the immigrants not knowing where the fuck they're going. They don't even know what that number means because why, why I appreciate the number 65. Everyone is getting dumber and slower, and I don't know how to deal with them. Um, I kind of stay in more. But that drives me nuts. When I'm out west, it's easy to do because then I just go hike, motorcycle ride, and stuff like that. But if you got to interact with society, man, I'd do your grocery shopping late at night. Don't go out to dinner during noon mm -hmm. or 5 p.m. Avoid rush hour. Just whenever the normies, conformities, and inferiors are out in society, make sure you're not. That's yep. basically it. See, I would say patience is a virtue. But you just require it's it's it requires so much nowadays that mm -hmm. you do have to exactly what you're saying. You have to avoid people as much as you can. And then mm -hmm. when you are out, then patience is a virtue because you want to enjoy your time. You don't want to get right. angry. You don't want to this and that. But but and you have to keep in the back of your mind. Well, if I if I went out to eat at this time, it would be even worse. Mm -hmm. So I better appreciate what I've got going right now. So mm -hmm. I think it's just all perspective and and trying to navigate that uh the current reality can i tell you guys a story just from this morning a quick one 
Sure. I, w- I went to uh, on Fridays, Friday mornings, I like to do a cycling class, you know, spin class or whatever you call it. Uh, it wasn't super crowded, but similar to your library story, some fucking moron sits right by me, you know, on the bike. So I'm already kind of annoyed about that. What do you think is the one annoying thing that they can do <laughs> during an hour long cycling class? Like, what do you Stink think I have to up the whole place? I'm sorry. Two things. It was that <laughs> or two things. So, yes, he smelled like shit. And then the second thing, some people may not be annoyed by this, but I was. Anytime you had to go fast or sprint or go up a hill or whatever, he'd be like, <laughs> I just want to slug this motherfucker. Like, that's an example where I, no matter what I did, I would not have paid. See, and in the olden days, you say, what the fuck are you doing? But they're so tone deaf, they don't think they're doing anything wrong. I mean, I gave them looks. I went like, you can't hear the, anybody. The, you got you to gotta get up in their face. And then see, but then you're already risking going to jail. So this is just going to get worse and worse. And as Overton's window moves slowly more and more towards El Retardo side, you know, uh, women, the breast, the breastfeeding in public, that's common now. Like I'm turning and it's like, God, lady, I didn't need to see your fucking tits and the kids sucking. I really, but it's just common now because it's, it's, it, they are so psilocyptic. They're so myopic, so focused on themselves and they don't give a fuck about anybody else or how they inconvenience me. I'm always a very good driver, but they're just, they're just so obsessed within their own little world. They're not even paying attention to it. And so you just got to avoid them. That's the only thing you can do is avoid them. See, I can understand grunting when you're doing uh, strength training, mm-hmm. but I guess I don't quite get it when you're on a bike. Me I neither. don't get. I mean, Me yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm against the whole Planet Fitness lunk alarm thing. Where if, <laughs> I guess if if people like sometimes when you're lifting weights, you need to put a little extra into it, and you you have to grunt to get that last rep. But at Planet Fitness, if you do that. They, they hit an alarm or something. So oh, I'm not God. for that, but I can understand your, if somebody is right next to you and is going is gonna to make noise when there's plenty of other bikes. I mean, if you're going to make noise, make sure there's nobody fucking next to you. And I don't you understand know? why you're making that noise anyway in a cardio class. Right. It's weird. It doesn't help. Yeah. I don't think it would help. You got to breathe. You right. don't grunt. It doesn't help. <laughs> All right, what else we got? We got a lot. Let's get through them here before it gets too um, All right. Well, the next one on the list is somebody near and dear to your heart. Not necessarily my heart, but your heart. Just kidding. I like him, too. I like him, too. Atham, for $3.57, says, another live stream I wasn't invited to. Oh. We'll get him. I want to get you and him with the mask and everything. And just so everybody knows... Um, I've actually had like three people approach me for interviews. I'm like, yeah, sure. Whenever. Um, but I, I'm in the middle of writing the book and it is really like, Hey, we're throwing it together. Podcasting now. That's it. And then, so there is no set set time, but we will get Atham in. I know we'll get Atham in. I am just working on a lot of shit right now. So sure. What else? Bacon for $2 and 23 cents. Oh, Friday afternoon sermon. Hashtag blood shekels. Thank you, bacon. <laughs> Who can be found at? Uh, oh, the goddamn bacon. The goddamn bacon. Damn. Yeah. Damn bacon. Yeah. And uh, oh, uh, two dollars Canadian. This is one of Clary's favorite people, Ray John. You remember Ray John? I remember Ray John. Yes. Um, he asks, "When's the next recession?" Two dollars uh, Canadian. I, I don't know. But for five dollars uh, US, I'll take no. No one knows. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. No. And if anyone I, says so, they're lying. Yeah. 
Yeah, I see it, and I'm not lying. I think it's got to be soon. I just saw a story about how we just hit one trillion deficit again, and and we're not in a recession, and we've got a one trillion deficit now under Trump. I just it's going to happen eventually. It's it, but yeah, you can't. They can the 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 big boys can stay afloat longer than you can stay solvent. So never try to to guess when it's going to happen. Just be steady. You know, and you know, here's the other thing. It's all right if an economy goes into recession, not a big crippling one like we had before because people were stupid. But every once in a while, you need to, even if it slows down, that's a good thing. You know, like the dot com bubble, when that burst, we didn't even have a recession. It was a slowdown, but you needed to reset. Prices need to come down. They're not bad things. If anything, the millennials should be cheering on a a recession in the hopes that, you know, stock prices and, and real estate prices would go down. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with a little slowdown. We don't all have, you don't have to grow at 6% GDP. Inflation doesn't always have to be 1.2%. There can be some give. It's called a free market. Yeah, but After yeah. this afternoon, when my house is closed on, I don't give a fuck when the next recession is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of cheering on a recession right now because all these builders are all like, we got, I mean, it, it happened during the boom where you couldn't find someone to put in gutters. Then during the crippling recession, people were banging on your doors. Hey, yeah. you got any work? You got any work? Now they're back to fuck you unless it's this much money. And then we'll get back to you when we feel like it. I'm just right. kind of like, yeah, it'd be great if there was a kind of a housing crisis right about now. And then, then I'm like, you know that house you were going to build for me for 475? I'm like, go fuck yourself. You're willing to do it for 175 now, I bet. I bet you. <laughs> I actually have a real answer for this one. I think, so what's happening next year? What's 2020 going to be all about? Uh, the election fucking election so i think probably um you know summer to early fall that's when we're really going to see it go zoom so i think stock prices the economy isn't going to respond to who gets elected unless it's an outright marxist like bernie sanders yeah well no what i'm saying is i think and i'm a conspiracy theorist i know um the elites powers that be or whatever are going to do whatever they can to sink the stock market during the presidential election just, just a thought that I had. I, I agree. They got enough money. They can, they yeah. can good. Then maybe I'll buy some more stock. Want. I don't know. Whatever they want to do. It's not going to affect me, but you know. Me. All right. Um, next. All right. Uh, Fernando Covet, who's been here before, He's for been four, here regular on the show. Four dollars and ninety nine cents. Hey guys, metro areas in Brazil are quite expensive, and it takes a month to get your internet and cable hooked up. Most of my friends left Brazil too. Well, like the Rio, yeah, Rio de Janeiro and what Sao Paulo are expensive, but that's I mean that's not kind of any major city. Yeah, any country, Kuala Lumpur or or, uh, whatever else. But uh, why was that all he wanted to say? Was that yeah? Were you guys? Were you talking about that before I got here? um, Okay, I can. I'll just add to that my perspective on living in major cities. You should live there as as little time as possible you go there make money bank cash get the fuck out that should be your perspective resume enhancer get the fuck out yeah yep that's that you're using the big city to basically make sure you can get the fuck out of the big city that's using jupiter to slingshot yes exactly (laughs) exactly all Um, right troy costalecki for two dollars how do I get the girls? How many flowers do I buy? I've never bought flowers for anybody. I You've say. never bought flowers for anyone? I mean, Neither your ma? 
Well, like, oh, okay. I meant a woman you were trying to date. We've, yeah. my sister and I have given uh, flowers to our mother and grandmothers. I just mean, you know, the whole dating thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, back when I was like, maybe in, did you guys have the carnation deal? Like somebody would come in selling carnations and you'd buy the girl a pink one if you liked her, a white one if you were friends, red if you really liked her. Any of that? that do you remember that? Not in East Africa, no. no. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Was it you could order Ebola or, or whatever? <laughs> if you didn't get malaria, then you were doing well. Um, uh, okay. $1.99, Murray Salcedo. What is the double dipping zone? Why don't you mention that earlier? What is that? Double dip. That's where I guess I, I don't know, but the double dipping zone is where you're you're at work, but they don't give you enough work, or your oh. work is of a nature that you can work while you're working. Yeah, and then you work while you're working, so you double dip. So like Se- security. Yeah, security or a lot. You know, not a lot, but a, a couple of the banks I worked for. You know, a couple chapters were written on their time, but they were there was nothing to do. There was just you know, like you, you catch up. Look, if you're really smart. Okay, let's. I take that back. If you just average and you show up to work on time and you get your work done, you are at most going to be occupied half your time at a modern day office job. If you're smart, you're going to bang that shit out in two hours and you got to fill up six hours with piddly bullshit. And your bosses are too stupid to give you anything else. And they're going to be like, what are you doing? It's, it's just not even worth talking to those troglodytes. So what you do is you work on some other project. I even wrote about in Bachelor Pad Economics where it's like, you got a side gig, you you go look up, set up an LLC. You do this. You know, you do whatever you can where it still looks like you're working because you technically kind of are. Uh, and you just don't let those six hours a day go to waste. Oh, you keep a screen available. Like you said, you switch to the screen. Alt so tab, that, baby. Yep. Alt tab. Yep. That's the most important. You hold down alt, hit tab. Boom. Yeah, and you've got your spreadsheet up or whatever. Got my fake spreadsheet up. That's... Uh, yeah. Um, well, Nick Shulander for $2 is for me. Hey, Chad, have you ever done taxes for marketers? Uh, yes, I have. Do you know what a influencer is? You've heard that term, right? I, mm-hmm. it is the, it's like life coach or storyteller. It is a bullshit. It, it's unbelievable. Bullshit. bullshit. Unbelievable. But uh, I was just doing this yesterday. For some fucking reason, they get paid a lot to put stuff on instagram or oh like legitimately hugely followed people yeah yeah those are yeah that's legit but when you see in the resume oh i'm an influencer and they got 500 followers on twitter that's where the bullshit comes in but yeah no like a was it james defranco was he like the number two guy on youtube or something uh i i don't know like i'm talking about the people that uh, you know if they're if some company is trying to push some product they're the mm-hmm. first ones to tweet it Absolutely. you know one of the one of the kardashians or jenners is big into this i don't follow it the gf um, goes into all that hgtv stuff yeah you know and there's uh those guys were selected now eight there's an interesting case study hgtv bridged that uh evolution from pre-social media to social media now you have all these fan uh, these celebrities who were made popular on television now they have some pull. They have a huge amount of followers. They're not going to go to HGTV and say, "Hey, HGTV, can we advertise on the uh, on the uh, the Property Brothers show?" You go straight to the Property Brothers. Say, "Hey, can you tweet this out for an egregious sum of money?" You cut out the middleman. So, yeah, absolutely, I can see why that happens. Yeah. Well, what bugged me about yesterday was um, the girl was not attractive, didn't have a good personality. I checked her YouTube channel because I couldn't believe. I was like, you have followers? And sure enough, she has like 250,000 followers. 
and she makes all kinds of money. And for the life of me, I don't understand why. There's Does nothing she tell impressive. people what she want, what they want to hear? I it's some. Uh, you don't know, don't when, give it away. No, I just no, wanna, no, no, no. Like when we're offline, I do okay. want to show this to you. All but right. it's like it's it's just. Oh, here's what happens when this is how I deal with my anxiety, and this is how I deal with my depression. I just don't understand how somebody like this. Have gets you seen smaller. the millennials? I have an entire chapter dedicated to faking mental illness. It's coming up. God, quintessential millennial. This one. Um, hey, my shirt. I thought maybe, maybe that would have been an asthma chick. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of is 250,000 followers for some asthma chick. ASMR, the inside joke here at the podcast. What else? What else? Keep going. We got to get through these here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cynic and Chief for $5. This episode of of the Older Grandpa Show is sponsored by Preparation H, Metamucil, Cialis, and TaylorMade Golf Clubs. Wow. Boy. How many of those? Cynic is getting the digs. I hope hope you're satisfied. I hope you're laughing, Cynic. I hope you're laughing. You just just go ahead and get in there. That's uh, How does anybody know how old I am? I could be, you know... I could be I'm in my twenties. I could, I could be a millennial, right? No, you, you could. You have kids. <laughs> no, I'm you've had sex. Kids, millennial. Well, yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> you paid off your house. You're an engineer. There's no way you could. Possibly yeah, be that wouldn't engineer. work. You did the responsible thing and moved <laughs> you keep away voting. from. <laughs> you keep advocating responsibility and yeah. ownership and agency. You're not a millennial. So what you're saying is that probability equation keeps on getting smaller and smaller and smaller for me being a millennial. And yeah. your Facebook posts aren't super nauseating. So what you know, you're not who a know about Soul Jam? Who the fuck knows about Soul Jam? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Bacon Maldito for $2.23. Speaking of which, ever hear of breeding fetish? I think he's talking about porn, maybe. I don't know. No, this I is I baby just, rabies. I, I just heard this on Alex Jones today, and this is in reference to the to the woman who killed her baby. Oh, is oh that, okay. Is that there are people who like to get pregnant, and then they can have unprotected sex for the entire time during the pregnancy, and then they oh. have an abortion at the end of the pregnancy. Gross. And it's called having a breeding fetish, I think. Oh, it's just sick. Yeah, I mean, there's some. I'm not Christian. You know, we were talking about Christianity earlier. There's some really fucking satanic shit going on here. Yeah, there's something. There's something really, really wrong with people. And I don't want to blame some kind of inter interdimensional being or something like that. But, but man, it sure it sure treads pretty close to that. <sighs> Do you guys want something happy after that one? Uh, sure. <laughs> If you go to my Twitter feed, there's this nice gal. She uh, volunteered to vol- uh, model some of the books, kind of like Mary Jo, but not as uh, uh, seductively. But her name's Carolina. You, you just just look for cleavage. You'll see it. You'll see. Oh, it. I'm it's doing it right. Pretty now. to look at. It's, and she's a redhead. You know what fans we are of redheads. You'll have to excuse me for a minute here. No, yeah, take a look. Um, you'll, you'll like. Um, all right. Well, in the meantime, um, nonstop Dre three sixty for two dollars. Most people are programmed. And then he has a sheep icon, and then he says hashtag enjoy enjoy the decline with some other emojis that uh, are it's, fitting. It's I'm surprised there's a sheep emoji, frankly, but that's pretty cool. But yeah, that's that. After this book, I'm writing. I'm going full bore Operation Evil. I'm just writing lies and selling it to dupes. It's about I, time. Yeah, but it it's that whole house thing and the IRS missing my number <laughs> and just all this fucking joy and shit that I want to go through. 
like the email not working. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you've contacted me at assholeconsulting.com and used a, please check your spam folders. Let me know if it went into spam. I really need to know if they go into spam. So please check them because then I know to switch it back to the old way again. So, oh, she is a nice looking girl. You weren't. Yeah, kidding. I don't. I don't get ugly ones. Yeah. Um, all right, cynic and chief again uh, for two bucks. Let Minneapolis burn, but spare Valley Fair, wherever that is. That's the <laughs> it's on the south side of town. That's the uh, bacon is a connoisseur. Uh, not bacon. Uh, cynic is a connoisseur of um, uh, uh, theme parks, and Roller so he goes all that. the theme parks. Yeah, he's got a cool he, he dude. He's a cool guy. If you ever meet him, if you ever come to town, and um, and he wants to meet, absolutely meet him. He's a real brilliant too. Very, very smart guy. I, I don't want to say what he does. Um, but yeah, definitely a cool guy. Um, and he just, he does, he does the van life, man. He just goes and enjoys life. It's real. I kind of envy him a little bit. Cool. I got a client like that. They yeah. seem really happy. Um, see the, the Valley fair. If you're riding the coasters at Valley fair, that's a great vantage point to watch Minneapolis burn. I think. <laughs> yeah. Don't they occasionally get like a group of teenagers beat up the local yes. Yes. Teenage boys. Yeah. Sometimes the teenagers, yeah. Do stuff there. Mm-hmm. I read that in the city pages. All They've right. got metal detectors to get into the fucking park now. I don't blame you have to them. to go through a metal detector and, yeah. I don't blame them. Even banks are doing that now. Um, all right. For a dollar, Josh H. for a dollar, he didn't. Oh, did you or friends have stories about Prince? Do any of you guys know anyone Prince? who? The, the singer. No? Yeah. Not really. Um, he was a little bit before my time. What I like to do. When I'm running around the lakes, I remember Lake Calhoun, Lake of the Isles, like Harriet, we drove you around. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we, I run around those and I look at women who are now in their fifties and sixties. And I like to ask, what did they look like when Prince was popular? It's like, it goes back <laughs> to the eighties. They had their hair and all that. It's like, oh, you're fat and ugly now. You're just really frumpy looking. I'm like, I bet you were hot when Prince, was, but I never met Prince. Um, I was yeah, never I into know. Prince. I, I never, I never really liked him. Until what? you didn't like no, Prince? No, no. How not could at all. that was a he was a true musician. They mean that didn't like all his music, but that guy was good. No, I can look back now and go, yeah, I can see, but I was just too much into rock and roll. I just, I oh. mean, maybe Let's Go Crazy I liked, yeah, but uh, but the rest of it, I just kind of was like, yeah, he kind of dresses up like a chick or whatever, and. <laughs> Gets you know. laid more than all of us combined. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was still into all the hair bands, and they kind of dressed up like chicks too. But there was just something about Prince where it was a little too much. More mascara, like yeah. Chicks. No, yeah. yeah just, but it, it was only five a little... feet tall. Prince. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he was short as Rob. Yeah, he's he real short. And um, I think I saw a clip from Purple Rain, and I was just like, yeah, I, I don't know about that. I, uh, yeah, I his no. his music. If you give it a shot. Is deep. I mean, not what he wrote was deep, but his work was deep. I mean, he wrote thousands of songs. Yeah. Um, the man is just a, a true musician. Um, oh, and he can shred. Like it, I love guitar, and he can freaking shred. He never shredded that much as a musician, mm-hmm. but he can really play. And and so yeah, as I've matured and and uh, appreciate a wider variety of music. I can kind of look back now and go, yeah, he was, he was kind of cool. But at the time, I was too much into like Aerosmith and stuff like that. So. Probably what I like most about Prince is that he was like the Beastie Boys. He was unique. 
Like he actually is. Oh, we're going to do this same thing that band did. We're going to play country. Right? Like, how do you categorize Prince? Maybe funk. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He was Prince. There was no way you could really, yeah. you could really categorize. You know, what do you call the Beastie Boys? Is that funk? Is that rap? I mean, they, they had their own unique sound. Huh. You guys ever hear of a Prince song? It was called Diamonds and Pearls. I was thinking yeah. like early 90s or whatever. Like my memory of that song is I went to the middle school dance and that's when I finally got to make out with the chick I was with. It was that song was coming on. You got to make out the diamonds and pearls? Diamonds and pearls, yeah. What was her name? You remember? Fuck, I don't. Uh. Um, <laughs> shit. Now I'm angry. Well, to look her up now, yeah. I wonder if she's hot. Maybe she's oh, not married, Chad. Ooh. <laughs> I'll All show right. her my office. What do we um, got? Bacon for $2.23 says, that's why I named the show hashtag laughter at humanity. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe in reference to everyone getting beaten up in Minneapolis. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Schadenfreude uh, is important. I mean, it is. It's all you got now. I it's mean, all the it's, smart, right people got. Yeah. That's why there's no other word for it in English is we just took the German word because right. that's perfect. So. Um, Ahmed Khan, you remember? Oh, Ahmed's Ahmed? back. How's Ahmed? Dollar ninety nine. He wants to know, Aaron, how can an average IQ male succeed in life? Manual labor. Manual labor. Work. Trades aren't that hard. They, it, well, they are hard, but it's it's not like you got to know calculus to do them. You just got to do them repetitively, and you know, time and time again. Um, you know, like fixing a you know, anything on my my motorcycle, my car. Yeah, the first time it was a pain in the ass, but oh, we got to replace spark plugs or whatever. I mean, that's then you just bam, 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 you bang it out. Um, or you just try harder at at harder things. But yeah, I mean, it's that's your limitation, man. It's it's what you can or can't do. But, but I I have a different perspective on this. I think in corporate America, if you are average IQ you can succeed beyond your wildest dreams because <laughs> you just, you just do what you're told, you know, it's Peter like, oh, this, is just, this is just the way, yeah, this is just the way that we've always done it. Oh, oh, oh. oh okay. You know, yeah. Your, your moral compass kind of goes away because your IQ is lower and it's just like, well, this is just how you make the money here. Military, and, and then I think I guess the same thing. So, so I, I sort of, I mean, you wrote curse of the high IQ, right? And I yeah. think high IQ people, maybe sometimes have a harder time in this society because what you're trying, I, I have a saying, I say the world was built for and by stupid people. And so if you're not stupid, you just don't really get how, Oh, okay. I could sell this for this and people will buy it as a smart person. You go, why the fuck would I buy? Oh, would I spend that much to do that? So gonna I think believe, I, who's going to believe working hard, going into debt, going and commuting instead of raising <laughs> kids is a good idea. Who's going to fall for that? Oh, exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So I think, there are times where I wish I was average IQ. You know, it's like it's, not, it's like the old Matrix thing where it's like ignorance is bliss, right? He wants to get oh. put back in the Matrix, and and so I sometimes envy people that are average IQ because the world is your oyster. The oh, world, the world is for you. It's been built for you. Do you know how easy people must have it mentally if they really don't know the difference between a million, a billion, and a trillion? Which means they don't understand government finances. Which means they don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, how exactly. how great is that? That they don't like. Does Ocasio Cortel? I mean, really, does she even know what a trillion dollars is? I guess she kind of has to by now if she's going to sit on some kind of finance committee or whatever. But I mean, that has got to be great to be the average dope. And like, once you hear Illion, it just turns into like this amorphous number that is 
you know, right. 1.8 million is the same as 18 trillion. You're just perfectly fine with it. You're, oh, Do you know ooh. how jealous of chubby chasers I am? I mean, oh yeah. If you thought every <laughs> fat chick that you ever see is attractive, how can you be unhappy? <laughs> right. Oh man. Right. Good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is actually a really good segue to Ray John's uh, $5 Canadian uh, question. Oh, he's up in it now. Okay, good. Why is the idea of starting a nuclear family so negative among red pillars? The nuclear family being destroyed doesn't stop people raising great kids. I have a thought, but you know. Wait, you... wait, wait. He's saying, why, is it, why are red pillars against nuclear families? That's what he's saying here. I think he means the people scared of divorce, like the MGTOW types. Oh, well, yeah, that's marriage, not necessarily nuclear families. And philo- I mean, in theory, not even in theory, in reality, nuclear families are the best thing for kids and family. Yeah. But but to get there, you have to go over this rickety bridge called marriage. Yeah. Maybe it collapses on you and you fall into the pit of divorce and then the crocodiles get you like the guy in Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone in the red pill dismisses or doesn't believe that the nuclear family is better than a broken home. Uh, but yeah, what what it takes now to get married, uh, especially God, guys, the research. I thought it was bad. The more research I do for this damn book. Man, women really don't young girls really don't like young guys. They are they are really being brainwashed to to really not like you. Um, well, there's that recent article that's been making the rounds. I think I'm one of the first that posted oh, it, at least yes. on my feed about about how oh, it's a young men's economic problems that are causing you know the lower marriage rate. And Economically so like, attractive was the term they yes, used. Exactly, Ooh. and so it's it's a it's a vindication of everything the red pill community has been saying. Yeah. And it's it just enrages you to see it now in kind of black and white print in the major media that. That is actually how they think. So, yeah. so they've they've destroyed uh, uh, male the men's ability to be providers, and now they're like, "Well, I'm not going to marry you because you're not a provider." So it's, I, they've gotten what again? It's back to enjoy the show. This is exactly they're reaping what they've oh, yeah, sown, yeah, they, and yet yeah. it's still it's still men's fault. And so you can't fault men for saying, "Fuck it." I'm, I'm going to you know I'm going to get my lawn chair and enjoy a beer and just watch the show. I did not believe for first, not the longest time, but a significant amount of time. I'm like, women don't want a guy that makes more money. They're not going to insist on that. They're perfectly fine dating a guy as long, you know, as he's good and sexy and da, da, da. I had no idea. Like that is, I mean, marriage is different. Making less money, making less money than a woman. You might as well be five foot two. I mean, it, Mm -hmm. it is like, they cannot get over their fucking status requirements of a guy like he has to make more money and he has to have like some kind of stat like an investment the 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 oil rig worker makes just as much money but you need the investment banker that shit is fucking in their heads and i didn't think it was i didn't think it was and it yeah, is this study this this uh whole thing verified it that they only marry equal or up and yeah. so when as they've riven up the corporate ranks and make more money, I or mean, they make the, it just the, impossible for guys to do it with taxes dirty, or regulation dirty, or affirmative action. Yeah, yep. Yeah. The dirty secret is, is that, that they do not make less than men. When you take everything into account, they're making more than men. And so they're having a hard time finding somebody that makes more than them because oh. of whatever, because of their brain chemistry or whatever it is that makes them have to have a provider, even though they've been saying this whole time, 
that I want to be the provider. I want to be able to make money. I want to be able to do this and that and the other thing. And luckily, I mean, Mrs. DT makes, well, right now, lots more money than me. <laughs> I mean, she makes, she makes, I mean, I, currently I'm making $0 per year. Well, no, I'm mowing your lawn, Clary. So You're making, making a good $60 a month 60, there. Yeah. 60 bucks a month. And then you got to take out winter. So, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, that, I mean, I could go on and on about that whole thing. That happened over time, right? We, mm-hmm. Mrs. DT and I were reacting to reality. Who had the best ability to make money? When we started out, we didn't really know who was going to make the most money. We had a guess. We had a hint, maybe, that Mrs. DT would be making more money than DT. But um, so this has been a gradual thing for me and my relationship and my marriage. But if you're starting out, less. Yeah, you're not. And you don't have, um, like I used to be good at art and I used to write and I was an aspiring writer and I had a lot of ambition and blah, blah, blah. And so that sometimes can make up for the uh, monetary deficit that, oh, this person could go someplace. If you're not bringing something to the table like that, yeah, they just, they won't be interested, I don't think. So you guys know how every so often I use those dating apps, like you've heard me talk about them. It's almost universal. I'm I don't, not really on them now, but universally, the one I would use, you can't list your occupation or profession. So what do you think was like the first question I would always get? You know, <laughs> what do you do with somebody? So what do you do? So what do you do? Rah, what do you do? And um, <laughs> I, so the article makes sense to me. Right. I, I just, again, that gets to the logic brain fart they seem to have i'll carry a kid to term and then i'll kill it instead of aborting it earlier i'm gonna vote to make it impossible for men to make i want to make as much as i want to be i want to destroy i want to defeat mike and i find men right it doesn't make sense it's yeah it's schizophrenic all right what else we got all righty next is okay young skies gives us two dollars no message that's good next one (laughs) <laughs> a medcon for a dollar ninety nine was two thousand and eight. The fail of the public or private sector? That's a broad topic. Uh, both, but I'd I'd actually say eighty eighty five percent private and fifteen percent government. Mortgage. There's some security. regulations. Yeah, there was some regulations that uh, that that did not help. But trust me, I mean, it was it was people borrowing more than they wanted and bankers lending more than they should, and oh, everyone made a commission until we didn't anymore. You have read the my, read my book. On that. Yeah. yeah, read my book, Behind the Housing Crash. You'll see. You'll see. I mean, I talk about, you know, central bank policy a little bit there and that. Uh, but it, but see, it was people are, largely people. People always look for somebody to blame. You know, that, that question is looking for somebody to blame, right? Yeah. Where it's it's everything, you know, really. I mean, you can put percentages on it, but people made choices that fucked everything up. And, and people like you, Aaron, were saying, whoa, wait a minute. This is not going to end well. And we're told mm. to shut the fuck up. You know, and that's and why I'm glad to see them all getting the shit kicked off of them in Minneapolis or going yeah. to debt or get divorced or get fat and have kids they can't afford. I'm very happy to see it. Quick the story. same thing's going to happen again. And even, you know, we were talking about the Bible earlier and Christ and all that kind of stuff. I mean, most of the Old Testament is prophets saying, stop doing this. <laughs> stop it. And bad shit happens. So, you know, it's been happening forever, you know. Just a quick tip. Nothing's going to change. When, when I was getting my MBA, our second year, I remember this because it was in the same module or whatever. I was taking a course, a finance course taught by a banker. 
and I was taking an accounting course that was taught by somebody who'd been with the government the whole time. And it had to have been the same day or the same week. The banker blamed it all on the government. And then the accountant guy blamed it all on the bankers. So it's just <laughs> really, really interesting. Yep. Not me. Not my fault. All yeah. right. What else? Uh, nonstop Dre 360 for $2. Here's some money. Hashtag Pokeball fun. Oh, yeah. I might get Thank some later you. on today. Yep. Uh, Nick Shoelander for $5. If we had a real collapse, which city would go first, in your opinion? Mm. It would have to be a real, it would have to be like a major metro dependent on imports, which you could say of every major metro, but LA? Um, it depends if internationally we collapse because LA, New York, anything in California is on the coast. They could be supplied yeah. overseas. I mean, I mean, if it, if it collapses, it collapses. And I mean, okay, Chicago might collapse a little bit later than LA, but I would say probably Chicago because you got to get shit in there. Yeah. Um, and it's not easy to ship stuff. Nope. Um, what about a place like Honolulu where they've only got yeah, like three days yeah. worth of food? Yeah. That would you be know. it. It'd be Honolulu. Yeah, that would be the. I, I, I take that back. Um, yeah, the places where they are just getting by on the just in time delivery. You know, yeah. that, that would like, be the electricity yeah. goes out. You're not pumping water into California, so L.A. and San Fran would go pretty quick. Yeah. Phoenix might. Uh, L, uh, no, no, Phoenix would be all right. They got a. They got a dam. It'd be hot, but they got it. They got water out there, and they're away from everything. Yeah, it would. It would be. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago, yeah, Chicago, Lovely. Kansas City, St. Louis. No, they got water. Uh, they could eat. It, I mean, what's collapse? I guess. <clears throat> I think your LA's and your San Fran, Seattle, and Portland would also go, uh, because of the people. I think New York, the liberal towns would go first because the people wouldn't get their shit together. I take it back. That would be the cellular. That's how we'd have to analyze it. What people would have their shit together. You guys have any uh, guest rooms in that South Dakota uh, property you have? <laughs> just make it to building? Milwaukee. It's so much better there. <laughs> just, just go to Milwaukee. Um, Murray Salcedo for $1.99. Have some avocado toast. Thank Ugh. you. Never had that before. Um, avocado Man for $2. DT, give us report about RC Rapid City, South Dakota, Jobs for CDL in South Dakota. Holy fuck! What for two bucks? <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> Hold, DT, would Commercial. you like to go on your blood shekel rage right now? <laughs> fuck you! Two dollars? You want them to analyze the CDL industry? Give you a full fucking jobs report about Rapid City? <laughs> and you know, Rapid City area, the Black Hills area. Yeah, the only experience I've had with CDL, I guess, is the guy that drove my moving truck. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, he seemed like a nice guy, I guess. <laughs> he was able to back down my driveway effectively. Is there, is, is there a two dollar like donation? Sort of busy. Yeah. Is there a two dollar donation asking me how to solve world peace? Any simple ones for a dollar ninety nine? It's easier than how do I get the girls? Um, See, my my advice to people that are looking for a place to move is just fucking move. You know, build up some cash, make it, it. You'll figure something out if you got your shit together. You'll figure something out wherever you go. I think. Yeah. Right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, people get there's inertia of of staying where you're at. You know, oh, all my family's here. Oh, the the schools are really good, or whatever. <laughs> but but if parents. just go, there's never there's never a decision that's going to be an easy one. There's never a sure thing. Oh, there is a sure thing. Leaving Minnesota is a for sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess staying where you're at is not for fucking sure. fat chicks. That's a for sure thing. <laughs> when I go to downtown Minneapolis, bringing a pistol and looking out for any kids who want to talk to me of uh, the teenage persuasion, that's a sure thing. <laughs> but I mean, did Marco Polo? You know. What you know? Well, what's what's the what's the market for whatever across the ocean? No, he just went. You know, there's there's such a thing as just it. Uh, if you want to do something, just do it. You're, it's never going to be an easy. All right, all right. We wasted ever. enough time on his two dollar donation. All well, right, it Chad. was for me. He used my name. <laughs> <laughs> he abbreviated your name. Um, David Morris for five pounds. That's good. Thursday, I passed a seven and an 11 year old girl with their dad, shirts tied around them, pole dancing on a streetlight in broad daylight in my hometown in the UK. And that's where it ends. You know, maybe you guys do need the Muslims over there. I know I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm deadly serious. Like, I kind of, well, where's it going to go? And it's like, well, there's minorities this and immigrants that. And, and well, the only ones that seem to have a plan together is the Muslims. They still have the religion, they still adhere to it. And minus the blowing up buildings and shit, they do seem to actually have fathers kind of prominent in uh, in, in nuclear families. As a Maryland. father of daughters, as a father of daughters, that pisses me off. That's just completely unacceptable. I don't even know how you would even allow that to happen unless you're stoned out of your gourd or, you know, whatever. Drunk. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine that because my girls are around the same age and no fucking yeah, I, way. Uh, um, no fucking way. Mm. Next. Next. All right. Joe Jones for $4.99. Did Clinton's repeal of Glass-Steagall Act cause the crash in 2008? It, it did not a- cause it, but it, it, it did allow for it to happen. That's what he said. He said it was a decade later, but time to build up that dumpster fire. Yes, that there would have been um, measures and uh, what do they call it? Uh, Stop blocks or uh, uh, there there would have been safety measures in there. Yes, that would have. Was was Glass-Steagall having it? I'm a little ignorant. I forget. Um, What did that have to do with the uh, basically the how much the banks needed in reserves Versus no. how much they were lending out. No, no. this is, uh, it divided among many, many other things. It divided, it, it basically said, if you're an investment bank, you can't, you're trying to raise funds for an investor to start up a company. You can't go to your banking side, your commercial banking side, and uh, take the money <clears throat> from people there because okay. you have a conflict of interest because you want to get your 7% commission or cut. It may not even be a good investment, but hey, there's, if we go to our commercial banking division, there's billions of dollars there to fund this. So now you don't really have to go and actually sell it. You don't have to care if it's actually a legitimate. So there's many other things. Uh, but when it came to these mortgage-backed securities, like, oh, this, especially as financial companies bought up not just an investment banking division, but a commercial lending division and a mortgage division and all that. And then all the money and the funds get interchanged. And then, I, oh yeah, this, yeah, this has got triple A rating. Sell it to your, to your, in your brokerage division, sell it to your retirement portfolio people. Um, so it's a, a mixing, of, of it. mixing of funds thing that they're, they're supposed to be and mixing of funds, but more so that you, 
it was all done under one house. So you okay. lost quality control and fiduciary responsibility to your depositors and your investors, right. whether they came from commercial uh, division, uh, commercial banking or brokerages or any, any other, you know, insurance. It could have even been the insurance. Oh, invest me, you know, in this. That's that's where it, so where it, it was in. like the normal savings account was at risk because they were mixing the risk. Not, not so much other... that, not so much that, but oh, I see you have a significant depository relationship with us with five hundred thousand dollars in cash. You know, you're only insured up to two hundred fifty according to the FDIC. We have some investments that might be of interest to you. Okay. And go to, yeah. you know. Right, uh, uh, Morgan Stan. Well, now what was it? Lehman Brothers Investment Division. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bear Stearns. Uh, I should have saved all my rejection letters from them. Okay, what else we got, Chad? Okay, so that's well, a good question. I want to know. Uh, Nonstop Dre three sixty for two dollars asks, "When will your book come out?" By hashtag Pokeball Fund. Absolutely has to get out before Christmas selling season. So I'm aiming to have it late October. Um, I'm finishing up the first chapter. There are twelve. This is going to be somewhat of a beast. Um, uh, have you DT? Did you see the uh, the cover? No, Chad, you, you saw the cover, it? right? Did you send it to us or? Yeah, didn't you see it on your uh, on Facebook? I sent it to you and Atham. Oh Here. yeah, yeah I did, I did, I did see it. You did, yeah. yeah did you like it? Uh, yeah. I mean, look good to me. I'm not the most artistic person, but yeah, it's it's going to be um, detail. I'll send it to you later, but it's really cool. I'm going to wait till next week to release the cover. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah. looking, I'm looking through it again because I want to see it. Was it a PM or is it on your profile? No, let me. Um, are you on Facebook? Are you on Twitter, DT? Yeah, I'm there too. Do you have your Twitter or your Facebook open now? Oh yeah, no, that's a great cover. I really like that. Here, I'll send it to you on Facebook, DT. I was just going to look at your profile here. It's not on my profile. I, I, uh, I've kept okay. it tippy top secret. There's ah. a ty- there's a typo in the title. Book. I know. I changed that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I also have to put by Aaron Clary because if you read the bottom, it'll just say Aaron Clary's a failure. Yes. Yeah. Gonna- and so I know people will be like, oh, 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 look what he did. Talk about a failure. And it's like, I don't even want to give the look. Because you know this book is going to be, I don't know if it'll be trolled, but the Fifi's, it's going to hurt. This book will hurt more Fifi's than the book of hurting Fifi's ever hurt. I mean, there's, the, <laughs> the millennials are going to shit the fucking bed when this comes out. Well, this better come out by Christmas. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, no, it's it's a great one. There you go, DT. I sent it yeah, to I you. I see it. I see it. Yeah. You like it? <laughs> well, it's, I think you're making a point. You think so? Think yeah, a little you're, one? You're kind of making a point there. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else designed that, right? You didn't do that. No, I designed you it. You did that? Yes, I designed right most job. of my books. That's you kind of com- you kind of got everything covered there, I would say. Yeah. Say so you got one one all picture the bases in are covered. <laughs> I'll give it. I'll just give the listening audience a hint. A hint. The Hindenburg and Ebola. Okay, that's it. That's all you get for a hint. Ebola. Hey, is that what that is? Okay. I mean, this almost looks. You know, you could play a game of bingo. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. fucking cool. I thought it was great. The problem is, and maybe, okay, here's what I need, guys. I need a picture of millennials. That's what I need. But it has to be free domain use, and it has to be the epitome of millennial. Okay, like, they got to have, they got to look douchey. They got to look millennial. Well, like right? the pajama boy guy? Yeah. Yeah, but I need, like, a group of them. Not just that one guy, but I need a publicly domain okay. public domain image i think like that one says clip art it, 
clip art. Well, okay, but I need I need an image. All right. I'm even willing, like, if you guys want to go and dress like millennials, like, you got a bunch of friends, you want to dress like millennials and send that pic, you could have your picture of you and your buddies on the cover of this book. And I'm, I'm being very optimistic when I say this. I think this book uh, might actually become a legitimate bestseller, even for the self-published or even for the uh, officially published world. This one is so well-written and it's so timely and accurate. Um you, you might, you know, oh my God, I was on that cover. So if you want, and you guys want to put together some friends and send in some pictures, please do. But I might um, be able to do that actually. Okay. If, yeah, I would yeah. love to have you and your crew put together, you know, dress I, up like millennials and I just, beers. I just noticed Ebola. You just noticed Ebola? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw that. I was like, uh, that's what that is. <laughs> Uh, right, just, you, a, just, you can stare at it for a while. It's like a sunset, you know? Uh, yeah. DT, okay, I'll, I'll give, all right, one more thing, else, and then we'll, we'll go. Do you guys know what the bottom right image is? Uh, let me check. Uh, yeah, what, what is that? I'm not sure what that is. I left that. I'll let you guys figure that out on your own. I, I need to zoom somehow. I yeah, because these are kind of, yeah. If you hadn't um, pointed out a Some kind of map, right? It's a map. It's a map. Yeah. Is it a... Okay, I know what country that is. Wait. It the Amazon fires or no? Worse. Is that in Africa? No. Middle East? No. Some World even War worse. II thing? Even worse. It's America. It's the shittiest part of the country. Oh, of the world that's right. right. That's the it's the poop map. <laughs> it's the poop map. Oh, from San Francisco. Poop map oh from San Francisco. okay. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got for super chats? All right. Well, um, actually, I have some stories about this one. L Snows for $7.62. Talk to us about the dude bro six figs meathead business majors you met back in college. Where are they now? Tell us, please. I got Uh, there. For the most part, they're people who weren't smart enough to get into engineering, weren't hardworking enough to get into engineering and couldn't get into an Ivy League. And they were your rank-and-file dude bros. Um, the only thing you could mention that was notable about them is how unnotable they were. They were cookie-cutter. They wear their hats backwards. Um, <clears throat> and they just – and they, they were all about going to get into business. And there are basically two types of business majors, those that were, like, actually doing something you know, like the uh, mathematics and the finance or accounting or MIT – who, are, who would really do the math and be interested in statistics or even more like financial engineering. And then it was just like, I'm going to get into business. And pretty much all of them have failed. Uh, if you had a connection, which is very key in the Twin Cities area, some of them obviously made it into Cargill. Some of them made it into Target. Some of them made it into U.S. Bank. But none of them, none of them got into investment banking, even the local regional investment banks, Piper Jaffrey being one of them, which was a Minnesota company none of them would hire from the carlson school so the carlson school had the reputation already by employers where they're like we're not hiring from that place and the reason we found out is we'd get the password and usernames for like princeton uh yale and all these other places look at their job boards and there'd be dane rauscher piper jaffrey u.s bank or all you know minnesota companies they wouldn't right across the highway, they wouldn't hire anyone from that school, but they'd go clear across the country to get someone else. So it was very clear that these guys were not going to become, and I never heard anything of any, I mean, I haven't looked them up um, 
I'm sure they're still dude broing. I'm sure they got their hot wives uh, that are not so hot anymore. They were the type, they would dress up. I remember this, they would dress up, not in suits, but like they wear the fancy 90s clothes because they still thought it was high school. Um, and so they're probably the same types that got to keep up with the Joneses. They're leasing their Beamers. I bet you a bunch of them got wiped out during the financial crisis. You just, they're, they're, they're I only reason I pick on the Carlson schools because I went there. Uh, it's universal. It's just yes. universal. They're, they're, they're nobodies. And they're, if I I'm sure one or two of them might've had some great level of success, but most of them are, are living lives that you could expect them to be living today. So I graduated in 2011 from my MBA program. So it's been, you know, eight years now. The ones I knew that chose that lifestyle, um, they aged extremely quickly. They look way worse now than they did in school. They're fat. I'd say three out of five of them burned out. There were divorces. It's just mm-hmm. disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, it's funny. Enjoy the show. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, all right. Uh, next one. Murray Salcedo for $1.99. On a scale of from one to 10, Riley Reed. I went ahead and Google image search that. She's just a porn star. She's a porn star, yeah. yeah. Riley Reed. All right, let's take a Riley Reed. She She's, really she really likes to use her mouth. She looks she looks very young for someone. She looks very young. She's 19. I showed her 28 on this. Oh, 28. I'm sorry. She, yeah. she entered porn at 28 or 19. <clears throat> um, Imagine she that. Got that look in her eye. Thousand cocks there. Yeah. Um O'Reilly Reed. I thought it was O'Reilly. Yeah, she looks like <laughs> you a got kid. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, I got Bill O'Reilly's. <laughs> O'Reilly. yeah. We're doing Do it live. Do it live. Fuck it. I'd I'd bang her. Uh she got small boobs, but you know she's cute. I would say she's, she's cute. cute. Here's a nice little one. She got a, a Amazon or Amazon, a uh why do we care? Why are we commenting on porn stars though? Because I mean, uh, a, a a fair amount, not a fair amount, but more than a handful of guys have had me start doing Clary tests on their favorite porn stars. Hmm. Like would I have beers with them and things like that? She's better um, looking than my clients who are porn stars, I'd say. Yeah, she's be- she's one of the better looking ones. Yeah, she is All of right. Dominican, Cherokee, Chickasaw, Dutch, German, Irish, Puerto Rican, and Welsh descent. Okay, oh, Christ. her and Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Um, all right. Um, let me get back to the chat. So, yeah. So, do you want a rater or number wise? One or? to 10. I'm not going to go. No, that, that's no. 25 bucks for me to spend the time to do a clarity test on it. I was just going to give her the one. So, yeah, wood bang. There. There's there's the short and sweet, the abbreviated uh, clarity test. The old Rouge system. Okay. Uh, Bacon Maldito for $5.56 says, came up with a quote that sums this up perfectly. Quote, the fastest way to make a woman miserable is to give them everything that they ask for. Yes. yes. That's also to make anybody miserable, too. Yeah. That is the quickest way. I just think women be even more miserable. Well, they always like to complain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nonstop Dre, 360 for $2. What would be the famous last words for all of you? <laughs> Enjoy the decline. Boom. Done. I think I'm out. <laughs> that's what i would do i just yeah. say enjoy the decline let's go mm, the coffee's good <sighs> <laughs> mine would be well hey we should hang out soon <laughs> <laughs> that's good uh ooh, we got a ten dollar one all um, right jb for ten dollars oh i actually did did anyone subject themselves to the democratic debates last night 
I no. think Cap's heart would have given out. I lasted an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> Why would you waste an hour, 20 minutes? That's basically who's going to give away more free shit. That's all that was. Am I wrong? Did anybody, did you guys either watch it? I didn't watch it. If I had, I would have just listened to the Alex Jones broadcast yeah. <laughs> and his clown, his whole clown world thing is hilarious and they just make fun of him. So that that's how I would have enjoyed the decline and, you know, just kind of the, mm, the coffee's good perspective. But I will say that, that Beto gangly fuck. Yeah. Um, he came out and basically said, yeah, we're going to take your guns. Yeah. yeah. And yeah so Beto, you're going to, I'm just like these guys, it's the fucking gangly beanpole fuck talking big when, when, He's going to, I mean, somebody like that would just send the police out to die. I mean, yeah, they can talk really tough when they don't have to go do it. And what a fucking coward. He's just trying to, he's just trying to act tough and trying to get votes and trying to rise up in the polls, but he's just a coward, just like the rest. Who's in, who's leading Biden? One of the established candidates, as far as we know, I think it's Biden and Elizabeth Warren Warren are leading. Warren? (laughs) Warren? A proven liar. She made herself out to be. A proven liar. Yep. God almighty. <laughs> they, I watched a, a little bit of it. They had this guy I'd never heard of, some Hispanic guy that was just, everything he said was just brutally going after Biden. It made no mm. sense to me. That's oh, strategy. Wow. He wants the to Joaquin Castro him. guy. I think. Yeah, the Castro yeah. guy. He yeah. just would not stop. I'm like, yeah. geez. All right. Um, I don't want to get right. worked up about politics. What else yeah. do you got? Oh, one of my favorites. Uh, Rob Figulski for $10.99. He's the 1099er. Oh, yeah, the superior race, yes. Yeah, and he says, can someone better at economics than me explain how the, quote, wage gap and, quote, economically unattractive men, quote, can both exist at the same time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they, they can't. That's good. That's good. The in paradox. Wife, in women's world, it can because yep. reasons. They want fried ice is what they want. But fried Doesn't ice. that just boil down to the what the apex fallacy that they always look at the top and so they can they can exist at the same time if all you're looking at is the top i so don't care anymore what women (laughs) want (laughs) i so am enjoying them getting everything they asked for and realizing it ruined everything they were programmed that would make them happy i just love seeing them torture themselves Especially after they voted to take all my money away, take all our freedoms away, destroy Western civilization, and blame everything bad on men and penied people. I just, you go right, it, <clears throat> I can't say who, but someone close to me ended up having to pay two national levels of tax, of income tax, and they are leftist, and I'm just... Smile. <laughs> See you the thing for that. I don't. The thing care. is, you can you can have sympathy for people if they've been brainwashed. But once they basically, once you try to tell them, here's the way that it is, mm-hmm. and they reject you and call you racist, they call you names. Yeah. And, well, okay. Yeah. No. Then it's like, well, fuck you. Then I mean, you yeah. you you have sympathy and empathy for them be, being brainwashed and being taught all this bullshit until they've heard the truth. And if they reject the truth, then fuck them. So, yeah. all right, what else? All right, so bacon are we Mal- anywhere near done or what? Yeah, we're we're down to the last few. Um, right. Bacon Maldito for three dollars and eight cents. Man bun plus pink vagina hat equal millennial cover. <laughs> there has to be a pussy hat somewhere in that millennial picture. Uh no, <laughs> because I, I'm going to write about it because. Uh, 
You were drawing parallels. You weren't. I'm drawing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was drawing parallels with the cover. That is a, a specific example of people wasting their time. Yeah. Where I, I mean, my God, I've never hated somebody so much that I decided to go knit something stupid, by the way, put it on my hat, fly on my money and my dime, get a hotel and then go stand and chant. I, I, I'm sorry. I've just got too much shit to do uh, to do that. Yeah. Uh, avocado man, $2 cap visited Walmart by the two one five. Didn't like Henderson. You didn't like Henderson. Well, did you go in? Look, stopping by Walmart, isn't going to get you the best. Go to Eastern, either North or South bunch of restaurants. Um, Anthem, not Atham, Anthem, a town where they misspelled Atham's name. They should have named it after Atham. There's some great hiking. There's really nothing in Anthem, uh, except residential and housing. Um, yeah, you just gotta, you gotta get off the 215. The 215 is murder during rush hour, but there's, there's plenty of restaurants. And then if you want, go to Boulder city, just shoot out. You're out in the perfect place. You don't have to come all the way across from like, you know, enterprise or Summerlin or North Minneapolis or North Minneapolis, North Vegas, uh, to go to, to Boulder city. Boulder city is a cute little town. There's plenty to do there. Um, but yeah, give Henderson a shot. Don't judge it by its Walmart. Christ. Jeez, I know. Imagine that I, for every place. I went to Chicago and there, there was a fat chick. Oh my God, fuck Chicago. <laughs> Just one? Um, uh, all right. So Nick Shulaner for $2. How ugly are Chad's clients that Riley Reed looks better? Uh, you know, let me respond to that real fast. The thing about this Riley Reed girl is, you know, her face is only okay, but her body is amazing. As, and good. Yeah, now my clients, the porn ones, they have very pretty faces and their bodies are just above average, not like stunning. So it's, mm. it's a matter of taste. And what do they, they make the six figures? Uh, yeah. Gross, gross, gross. Six well, figures. I know, I know, but average looking girl, <laughs> no okay body in yeah, shape no <laughs> <laughs> makes Dude. more than she would with her masters and bullshit. I just, actually, this will make you laugh. One of them I recently set up to, we got her an LLC and now her porn company pays her a salary, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, man. I know my, my client, my rapid ADP was like giving me weird looks about that. But anyway, um, (laughs) is it, uh, wait, is it your cute rep? That was my cute rep? Yes. The one that you talked to. Yeah. Yeah. She is Um, cute. Unfortunately, she's married, right? Uh, serious relationship. Well, there's always hope. Bacon Maldito, and this is the last one, I think, and then we're caught up, Uh, $5.56, gun control, let's face it, we never wanted women to be equal to men anyway, quote I used to short circuit the debate. About gun, oh, gun control, yes, I see what you're saying, yeah, you don't want to arm women second class, you know, why should they be able to defend themselves, good, that's a good technique, Mm. that's a good tactic, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're caught up. How about that? Sweet. You guys want to take a break here for a second? We'll come back. I Articles, pot in. Okay, yeah, let's I could do use that. a break. All right, we'll be back. Somebody sing. Not me. Wish that I was on old Rocky Top down in the Tennessee hills. Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top. Ain't no telephone bills. Corn won't grow at all on Rocky Top. Earth's too rocky by far. That's why all the girls on Rocky Top get their corn from a jar. I'm doing this to piss off Nick Shoelander. And now I need to go take a piss. How 
forgive myself gladly. I did not badoop. DT back yet or no? Yeah, he is. Um, hey, I wanted to say something on the it on the. No, on the, you can't say no. No, we good. absolutely refuse to say anything. This is really good. This is good. Okay, so you were talking about gun control earlier. Yes. So I'm talking to my kids. You know, they're starting their new school, and they had their um, their drill for the active shooter. You know, yeah. all the school kids now have to go through dr- drills for active shooter situations. In Minnesota, what they would do, okay, yeah, exactly. Who is that? Is that yep. uh, Perodens? Dr. Perodens. Yep. yep. Yeah, I'd be curious. He'd probably say winning after this story. In Minnesota, what they teach the kids to do is basically, I was talking to him, and I'm, and, and I'm like, so basically you sit there and wait to die, right? Yeah, we basically sit there and wait to die. They, they, they lock up their rooms and they be quiet. Even if they've got a window, they don't pile out the window and run out one run the fuck away from the school. No, you sit there and wait for the guy to find you to kill you. That's Minnesota's way of active shooter drill. Yeah. Here in South Dakota, my kids were telling me, yeah, they were teaching us. We throw scissors at them. We stop them. We try to do everything we can. We got to distract them so the teacher can tackle them. If the, if the active shooter is not in our hallway, we run like hell. We run in a zigzag pattern. Wow. And, and so I I felt so great. Talk about vindication of just, you know, I every time I heard about how the fucking Minnesota schools teach active shooter drills, they just sit there and wait to die. And here in South Dakota, nope, you fight the fucker. You beat his head in, you, you know, whatever. And then, or you run like hell. <laughs> so you're saying one is American and the other is Scandinavian. Exactly. And I, guarantee, <laughs> and I guarantee in South Dakota, there are teachers that are packing. So I, that just makes me feel so good that I'm not around a bunch of fucking people that just want, want to die, apparently. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's get through my sponsors here real quick. Uh, we got Mastering Women. Written by Linda Gross. Uh, she has the Men's Advocate Show. You could find that on Blog Talk Radio. I'll be there on her show Tuesday. Uh, she wanted to get my opinion on why men aren't marrying. And it's apparently because we don't have enough money. Economically <laughs> we're not, unattractive. We're economically unattractive. We're hideous. Hideous. <laughs> absolutely hideous. Aesthetic. That book there. Let me go. Uh, we have The Pence Principle. You can find that on Amazon.com, written by Randall Bentwick. 
Uh, that teaches you basically how to me too proof yourself. So don't you guys, I mean, it, every book we sell here, including my own, including Adam Piggott's, uh, basically, you know, for the $10, you know, what is, what is a vaccination? I went to the doctor. I got my vaccination for what? Hepatitis A and pneumonia. And I think it's, it's $20 a piece. And what would it cost if I ended up getting pneumonia or hepatitis A? You know, how many tens of thousands of dollars I'd imagine medical bills, right? Mm-hmm. That's yep. So for twenty bucks, I insure against that. Do the same with the Pence principle. Get that, read that, and put it into practice. Uh, we have the Patreon. Mary Jo put up a well, she didn't put up a new picture. She gave me a new picture, and I put it up. But there's a new Mary Jo picture over at my Patreon. You can go to Patreon.com/slash Aaron Clary, and you get access to the bonus podcasts. The uh, Sanity is the Future of Wealth and Mary Jo's pinups. And then I'm working <clears throat> on our Brazilian model. To do the same, but you know, girls who want to help out, and you know, they talk girl things. So, and if there's any comely ladies out there in the Cappy Cap audience that would also like to be a model for my Patreon, in which case you get paid like I think 25 bucks uh, a picture because it generates me more, let me know because I pay for labor. Uh, Le Médiction de l'Intelligence that's the French version of the Curse of the High IQ. If any of you happen to be French or French speaking, or well, you know people who speak French, but they don't speak English, you would benefit from that book. Go ahead and get La Maldiction de l'Intelligence. Uh, AlaskaChaga.us, get your Alaska Chaga tea. We have Asshole Consulting. You guys go there. If you got questions, you could contact me. Send me the questions directly if they're a little bit more involved than merely a $5 super chat. I still get a kick out of that. Do a full-fledged state and city countywide analysis of the CDL for $1.73. Um, Do you ever get confused uh, to, as a proctologist or something with that website? <laughs> like, no, like, I've never. No, no, nobody wants you to actually consult no, their no, asshole. People don't want to say, oh, wrong place. Academiccomposition.com. <laughs> uh, hey, school has started, and you guys are probably realizing that half the classes you're taking and will take into the future have nothing to do with your degree. So be smart like corporations and outsource your work that you don't want to do. That's what smart corporate, that's what they taught you to do in uh, MBA school, Chad, right? Outsourcing? Oh, yeah. Anything to screw the the, uh, American worker. What I love about business strategy is it always contradicts itself. It's like, no, you want to outsource everything, focus on your core competencies. And then the very next managerial class, you need to get the full supply chain. You need to be vertically integrated so you own everything from the land to the finished product. It's like, which one is it, assholes? You just don't forget the quote, corporate social responsibility. Is that, was that more in your neck of the woods than mine? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're saying it's not a science. Is that what you're saying? business business is bullshit yeah business is total bullshit it's common sense it is not a science it's not a study it um it should not be i mean you could study it but everything you can learn from business i think you could do it in like a weekend seminar you learn Uh, it by having a business yeah there you go That that too whether it be asshole consulting or you're a porn actress online and the wide variety in between that all go to elkincpa.com. Yes, sir, Bob. Uh, what else? Anyway, go to uh, academiccomposition.com to have Alex and his crack team of writing staff write your papers for you. He also is hiring writers and marketers. It's not that exciting, but it pays and you can do it from home. You can also always advertise on the show if you'd like. It's $100 a month. No, that is no longer negotiable. 
It is $100 a month. Uh, and then we have my books. Uh, if you're smart, you'll get them to make yourself smarter. Reconnaissance Man. That's how to figure out where to live. Don't ask, oh, is Rapid City worth going to? You may hate Rapid City. Go there first. Read the book Reconnaissance Man and make sure you do it right the first time. Bachelor Pad Economics, that is a must-read for everybody there. Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, that is for obviously black men who are in poverty and want to get out of it. And no, seriously, you want to get out of it. You just don't want to, oh, it sucks. Like, no, no, you're willing to get out of it. Uh, worthless. I think that makes a great book now that everybody's, don't you think the veneer is worn off now? College has been in what in session for two weeks. Yeah. So the veneers run off. I guess college always has that veneer because there's always it's what's the quote from, uh, what's his name (laughs) where it's like, there's always a new 18 year old or whatever, you know, there's always a new group of people that, that put that veneer back on college, no matter what state it's in. I know one thing, because hope hope you don't lose overnight. It's slowly chiseled away, like your morals and your principles. Like you have it, you're like this. But I remember one of the things that took larger chunks of my hope out of it quicker than other things was when like you'd have new classes, like, oh, maybe there'll be some cute girls. And you got there like, fuck, no. (laughs) There was always, you're right. There was always an excitement when uh, school period started. Yeah, I mean, whether you're in junior high, high school, college, with the start of that new year, there was always mm-hmm. like, oh, something cool might happen. Oh, yeah, this is all new and fresh sitting next and to me. awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it never happened. Right. Not an MBA yeah. program. Nope. No, no. I just I went in there. I'm like, oh, there was one real cute gal. And I, I tried and I strategized and then uh, it worked. She walked with me across the bridge and I didn't factor in how long that walk was and i completely fucked it up i just uh, totally screwed up. <laughs> were you like hurry up hurry up come on let's go hurry up <laughs> no i wasn't no i was i was like dang she's talking to me and uh uh i asked her out but i had made it too awkward and uh yeah i i feel i was like 19 at the time maybe even 18 at that time it was it was bad different times it was different now oh my god now that i don't care and have no one say, hey, how you doing? Eh, all right, fine. <laughs> right. You know how, how Cary Grant, or not even Cary Grant, who's the guy that do you give a shit? Like, not Dean Martin. Dean, Dean who is the famous guy that crashed his Corvette? Oh. Uh, J- James how, Dean? James Dean, yeah. Yeah, James Dean, or uh, uh, who's the king of cool? Cool Hand Luke, Paul no, Newman? That, that's Paul Newman. This guy was called the king of cool. Um Oh, uh, Steve, Steve McQueen. McQueen. Steve McQueen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now that I'm old, I'd be like Morris being like, yeah, I'm going this way. Fuck you. And, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. It would actually work. Uh, Curse of the High IQ. Enjoy the decline. Poor Rich's retirement. And the best of my books, Captain Capitalism Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and Captain Capital. Oh, I'm sorry. Love Letters to the Left, all available in paperback and Kindle. <clears throat> and then... Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. Two books by Adam Piggott at the website, pushingrubberdownhill.com. You can go there and tune into his podcast, read his blog, and get the books. Pushing Rubber Downhill is an absolute must. And that is it for the sponsors. Uh, any other super chats we got? Are we good to go? Uh, we got a couple more uh, quick right. ones here. Let's go over them because I do have a, a good news article. Oh, good, good. Um, okay. So when we took our break, I started singing 
and uh, somebody gave a $2 super chat. L snows or I snows. It says girl from Ipanema, Chad. I heard she's tall and ten and young and lovely. Let's give him a verse. Come on. He did pay for well, it. Go ahead. You sing. Tall and tan and young and lovely. The girl from Ipanema goes walking. And when she passes, each one she passes goes. Ah. That's as much as I'm willing to do for two bucks. <laughs> All um, right. What else? All right. Uh, another two bucks. Jordy Eval asks, should I wait until after October to send eQuest? Request? No, send, send a request. If an asshole consultant, oh. no, send oh, it in okay. now. I can, I can still, I, I can't just write all day. I need a break, so I do do asshole consulting. Send it in. Remember to check your spam folder. I usually get back in a day or two. Um, let me know where it ended up. Um, but yeah, he could. Yeah, no. If you guys got questions, shoot them at assholeconsulting.com. I, I can't just write all day. I'll need something else to do. All right. Well, Cynic and Chief for two bucks wants to know. Speaking of Rocky Top, since that's the song I was singing, mm -hmm. uh, has Cappy hiked the Smokies? No, I haven't. I've driven through them. Have you been the, on the Appalachian uh, Trail at all? Or? No, my uncle did the whole thing back in the 70s, um, mm. and I did uh, Tale of the Dragon, which is Highway 129. It basically goes from kind of where the entrance to the park is by Knoxville, south of Knoxville. Yeah. It goes over to Asheville. And it, it was pretty, but it was... I was really let down. I thought the Smokies were going to be a little bit better than that. And it's, it, they're not really mountains. They're kind of really, really big hills. Yeah. So um, they're, they're, they're pretty, but uh, actually I enjoyed riding through West Virginia more because the landscape was better manicured. Have um, you been to Virginia? Yeah. I drove through it on the way to DC. All right. Skyline drive is really nice, but yeah. All right. Um, if I go out there again, uh, bacon for $2 and 23 cents quote, Hope is the emotion of the helpless. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny how everyone had so the millennials, minorities, women, everybody had so much hope and it's just worse than ever before. Like no mm -hmm. progress was made. Nothing happened. It Oh. And that was what, 10 years ago? 11 years ago, right? Uh yeah. What's it, what's it like living? Years. Yeah, living a decade thinking the government's going to take care of you, and, and your your lot does not improve relative to the baseline. Well, it just makes you want to vote Democrat even more. I guess so. <laughs> we didn't get we didn't get you enough. I mean, it, relative. I mean, I guess you go top line. You could say Asians and and Jews. You know, use it as like you've you've closed no gap. You've made no <laughs> real progress, and all it is all it is is more complaining and whining, and we're as racist as we've ever. Do you think maybe it's you? Huh? Do you think it doesn't matter who's in office that maybe you've made bad personal choices and that's what's really fucking up your life? Or are we going to go to the man in the White House, whoever it is, or maybe a woman? Oh, well, we got Elizabeth Warren now. Now, now, everything will be fine. I would say the only person you should place your hope in is yourself. But yep. then that would not be hope, right? That would not be hope. Because <laughs> you know your own capabilities and your own talents and skills and desire and all that mm. kind of good stuff. Hope is not knowing, but just kind of hoping for the best and hoping uh, that that kid magically goes away before I birth it and have to bury it in the backyard. <laughs> right. Right. Hope the, and change. The, the newborn fetus fairy comes in and takes it away. It's like the anti stork, you know, you give birth right. and the, the abortion stork comes in. So you don't have to murder your child or bury it. Mm. Oh, 
She didn't murder. Right. She she was not convicted. She's not a murderer, remember. Uh-huh. If right. I beat if I shoot somebody's cell phone in a library, I would spend more time in jail than she would. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I'm okay. Sure. Well, she yeah. can go fuck herself. Indeed. Um, Ray John for two dollars Canadian. Uh, hey, Chad and Aaron, look up Leilani Lay. Uh, don't do that. I did that for you. It's a fifty-four-year-old disgusting oh, porn actress. No, no, <clears throat> yeah, no, no, no. We're not looking that up. No, a grandma. Um, not okay. a gilf. Not a gilf. Huh? Not, not not even a not gilf. gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Just a grandma. Um, <laughs> nope. Oh, avocado, back to back man. to. Would it would it be great if you did like that though? It's back like you said <laughs> that that if you liked fat chicks. I mean, how great is that? Oh, how easy I mean, if you like, like what you just looked at, would that be? I mean, it's like, dude, do you'd you have to how, be happy all the time. <laughs> do you know how happy you'd be? Forget fat chicks, but like, let's say you just went with slightly, not even slight, but overweight but not fat, shortcut, tattooed leftist chicks. I mean, who are? I mean, could, could you imagine if you had a fetish for that? That drove you crazy. But, it, but they're like Meg from Family Guy. I mean, it's just this unmentionable, boring, mass-produced blah. Right. I mean, you could. It, I'm trying to think of other, like, not to bring it back to cartoons, but like, take Lisa Simpson. All right, even though she's a little kid, Lisa has an endearing quality in that she's smart. Mm-hmm. Like that's unique and different. Uh, but yeah, the vast, the largest group of women now today are like Meg from Family Guy. You're just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where you hat. All right. Oh. And they're all on Tinder. Let me tell you. Um, I, God, I don't, I, can we film going through Tinder and just have like a reaction video? Is that, or would that be illegal? Um, I mean, do we have, if we protect their name or whatever, I think we can do whatever we want. I'll just put my finger above their name and I'll be like, look at this one. <laughs> um, all right. Avocado man. Uh, another extremely big question for $2. Actually not too bad. DT, how are the rent slash home prices in rapid city demographics? Uh, well, there's a reason I'm here. If that answers the question, I, uh, um, Certain areas of the Black Hills are very, very affordable, and certain areas are not. And uh, but I would say, I would say the cost of living here is lower, um, and the demographics are uh, a lighter shade. No state income. Well, they're just they're just more Republican too. I mean, it's just you come here, you have freedom. You know, right? You you you, you could keep your guns. And if Beto ever try to set foot to get people, the sheriff sheriff over Pennington County ain't gonna ever come over and say, no. "Hey, give it." You'd be like, "Yeah, sheriff, uh, you go home. You say hi to my wife, your kids, and you protect the peace." Um, Let's just put it this way: my neighbor is what is he? He's he's a doctor. Plus, he's a uh, like he used to be a martial arts instructor and he used to be on the canine unit and he's an avid gun person. And yeah, so it's great. You know, I mean, it's just like you're around people that are, that are like, don't hate you. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's great about, you know, what's great about that culture too. They don't hate themselves. Right. That's probably even better. The fact like, yeah, it's great being a South Dakota. Yeah. We love America. Right. Not like, oh, what did we do? Well, did we offend you? Oh my god, it's our fault. Yeah. It's like, no, fuck you. We're pretty damn great. Now go fuck off. <laughs> hey, and and Rapid City has a. I saw it when I was passing through. Um, 
it has a Trump shop. There's an actual little it, shop that sells all kinds of yeah, it sells, sells stuff, but it hasn't burned down. You know, I mean, it has, it, it's still standing. That's how, yes. <laughs> that's the kind of people that live in the area. Hmm. <sighs> All right. What else? Nick Schulener for $2 says, Chad, sing Jesse's girl by Rick Springfield. Oh. Jesse was a friend. No, we, we, no okay. we don't have to. No, that's not worth $2. That was the only words I knew. Anyway, Nick, get some of that, get some of that, uh, uh, Seth Himes, uh, Digital marketing money. You got to pay a lot more for me to torture my listening audience to that. Hey, some people like my uh, voice. Wouldn't you do like a William Shatner style Jesse's girl though? Jesse's girl. Nah, oh. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Jesse's. Why girl. can't I find a woman like that? Does he still do those? What's the company worked for? You know the um. It was Priceline. Priceline. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the best. <laughs> I went to Priceline solely because of William Shatner. You know yeah. he has CDs out, right? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, he does. And they're not bad. They're more poetic because he obviously doesn't sing, but they're actually real good. They're uh, they're worth throwing some money on. Certainly more than Cardi B or Soul Jam or what was Soul Asylum. Freebird, when he does Freebird in that Priceline commercial. I'm free as a bird now. And this bird you cannot change. And this bird you cannot change. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. You guys know Mickey, Nicki Minaj, right? Yeah, she's uh ugly. I heard she retired. Uh, was it last week? So that's something. I mean, it's we're still going to hear from her again, I'm sure. But why, hey, did, why Cap, did she retire? I, what? Oh, Cap, was, I got to leave in like 13 minutes. So if we want to do that, last all right. Let's story. do the happy. Yeah. Let's do the happy thing. Um, here it is. NFL star Michael Bennett skips direct deposits, keeps checks until the end of the season. Uh, despite making tens of millions of dollars throughout his NFL career, New England's Patriot defensive end, Michael Bennett said he saves most of his earnings and operates on a fixed budget. Bennett revealed in a recent interview on the needing dough podcast that he forgoes direct deposits and instead prefers to get his NFL checks by hand so that he can better manage his money. I keep my huh. checks until the end of the season to make sure I don't spend any money. And then at the end of the set the season, I deposit it said Bennett who initially signed with the Seattle Seahawks in 2009 as a free agent to survive. Now here's a foreign concept, everybody. Bennett lives off the money he budgeted and saved during his previous years in the league. The mm. three-time pro bowlers total earnings will reach 59 million at the end of the season, according to CNBC Bennett. Now, do you think he came from wealth like uh, Beto and Dayton and uh, all the other Democrat candidates, except for Julie Gabbard? I would guess or Tulsi not. Gabbard. Sorry, Tulsi. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Bennett, who is from Louisiana, said he learned the value of budgeting during his childhood when he worked odd jobs. See, back in the day, kids worked jobs. I had different jobs. I used to save my money to buy me and my brother's school clothes, he said. I worked at a water park or grocery store, and most of the time I was a lifeguard. I was a lifeguard for four years. Bennett said those budgeting skills stuck with him throughout his professional football career as he applied those same practices while in the league to ensure his financial security. In 2009, when he decided to settle down in Seattle after signing with the Seahawks, he was cut from the team just a few days later. See, that's exactly why you save your money. I was losing rent and I couldn't get none of my money back, he said. Bennett said that the experience reinforced his decision to never tie himself to a city he doesn't plan on living in. Maybe Bennett, come uh, visit. uh, He'd be our neighbor, huh? Right. (laughs) You guys probably don't want that. Um, What, Michael Bennett? So the title of one of his recent books, um, which which is funny. 
Well, I'm sure he collaborated with somebody, but this is a title. If you wrote a book about this, it would almost be like a title you would have. It's called Things That Make White People Uncomfortable. <laughs> it's the name of a book he's written. Okay. Could that not be funny like stuff white people like? Oh, he's serious. This Okay, he, this is, is yeah. this is not like master's degree and wineries and funny bullshit. This no. is like uh, he's all right, he's antagonistic. Yeah, he's, or, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, just letting you know. I mean, I like what you're saying about him from the article, but he's not a high character. I, so find, I, find, I find that odd that you would have such a rare, admirable character, like being able to budget and save money. But then, you know, what, what if what if what would be the equivalent? What is it? Stuff that makes white people afraid? Uh, yeah, or you something know. like that. Okay, what if I said stuff that makes black people afraid? And I was I was antagonistic, not not. Uh, Funny, like, hey, swimming pools, you know, like, oh, look out, you know. <laughs> he also got accused or charged with a felony back in 2018 of injuring an elderly person. Just oh, you know. all right. Well, never yeah. mind. So, we don't so never he's mind. more, he doesn't trust anything. That's why he's budgeting, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But that's that's so sad where, like, here's an admirable quality and you think it's indicative of that person's character. And then all of a sudden you find out, it's like, oh, well, he hates white people. It or, might be or, for a different reason that he just doesn't, he doesn't trust all those white owners people, you, know? you know that well, uh they're gonna take my money somehow so i'm gonna make well, sure you I vote democrat it. they will yes they will <laughs> he's he's very active into blm so bureau of land management <laughs> <laughs> oh black never mind black lives matter okay never mind oh, all right, sorry. <laughs> he was out at the bundy that, ranch no that's what right? no blm because when i go hiking you always go oh, it's blm land that's a yeah. good thing it means you can hike on it it's just never mind not it? not that blm um, That's how far removed I am from the Twin Cities. I don't even know what BLM, Bureau of Land Management. What? I thought you were joking. That was so good. No, about. no. Um, uh, and then here, before you go, DT, um, just to prove that my book, which is coming out, the title is How Not to Become a Millennial. Uh, from Fast Company, from tarot card readings to Gemini memes, astrology has officially infiltrated work culture. Peak astrology means your millennial coworkers probably have a Slack channel for horoscopes. Oh, no. <laughs> when I'm writing my book, I'm like, am I being too hard on them? I'm like, yeah, they were misled, da, 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 and I make a caveat for that. And then I read this shit. I'm like, no, they need to be lampooned. And what? crucified up on top of the hill so everybody fucking sees it. Holy it makes sense though, because horoscopes basically are so generically written that they can mean anything. That's that's why they work. Somebody right. reads it and goes, Oh, are they they know exactly about me. Like the 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 whole um Myers palm readers. Oh the yeah. palm readers and stuff like that. The they they everything is so <clears throat> generic so that they you think that they're talking about you. Your brain fills in all the gaps. I mean, they want to be told what they want to hear, right? So it's a perfect uh, outlet yeah. for millennials. Oh, they want to, yeah. they want their truth to be the truth. And so, if they're looking at stuff that can mean anything, then they're always going to be happy. So I can read through it, but I guess we can. This people always criticize you. Just you just read the title. You didn't read the article. Do I need to read the article? <laughs> Do I really need to read the article? Uh, when Denise tuned into the second democratic debate this summer of course she was a little bored it was mayonnaise she said but one thing piqued her interest what were the candidates zodiac signs <laughs> denise did some research on candidates past and present and it what it, this is a case for me to argue like if ladies why did we give you the right to vote if you're going to use zodiac shit 
to figure out who the best candidate is. The Clary test is infinitely better, okay? But you're going to do tarot card readings, and, and you wonder why there's some people. I'm not agreeing with them, but you wonder why there's some people that advocate taking away the, the privilege or what do they call it, the, uh, <clears throat> the franchise from you. Suffrage. Uh, suffrage, yes. Yeah, we don't want you to suffrage anymore. <laughs> so here, here's what Denise, brilliant woman that she is, Denise did some research on candidates past and present, and it all clicked. I think the man in the White House currently is a Gemini, and I don't want to rag on Geminis, but that makes a lot of sense. She <laughs> says former President Barack Obama was a Leo, or is a Leo, which also makes a lot of sense. Maureen Williamson is a Cancer, and I'm like, whoa, clearly. It's just this is not a joke. This is not this is not fake news. This is an actual article. You know what's a better indicator for presidents? Uh, if they worked a real job and supported themselves? No, it's <laughs> no. Very, very simple. Very simple. Left handed. When you look at the population of left-handed people in the general population versus yeah. presidents, yeah, left-handed people get elected president a lot. Also, tall people, right? Well, yeah, looks, you know, obviously, yeah, are something to do with it. But, but you know, the fact that there's so many left-handed presidents really? is on is is not there. Uh, what would that be? That would be if <laughs> we're bigoted. We're not bigoted. We're right. We're uh, it's not racist. It's like you want to talk, talk about a, like a sizable group of people that do actually kind of suffer a little bit of inconvenience for a, not a birth defect, but the way they were born. Like, why don't we hear left-handed rights? That's well, larger than the yeah, but that's larger than the point zero 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 percent of whatever trans, non-binary, non-conforming. Yeah, absolutely. But it is it is interesting that um, I think uh, Obama was left-handed. Clinton was left-handed. I think, oh. I mean, there's a bunch of them that were left-handed recently. So, yeah. You know, uh, a little bit of Rapid City trivia for you. Uh, a shockingly high percentage of the Rapid City police force are southpaws. Huh. I was walking downtown one time and I'm, I just, there's something about their belts. And I'm like, I'm like, they're all, they're all left-handed. I, and I, I went up to him. I'm like, are all you guys left-handed? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, all the Rapid City cops look like they're left-handed. Oh, no, we're not. And then this buddy's like, wait, yeah, we are. <laughs> Hang on, you know, Johnson, he's left-handed. Mikrowski, he's left-handed. And, and Jones, he's like, yeah, yeah, I think about a third of us are left-handed. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, so with RC police. Uh, if there were a starter pack meme for millennial cliches, astrology would be somewhere between avocado toast and fiddle, fiddle leaf fig tree. On Twitter, you might stumble upon the musings of astro poets or the acolytes of Susan Miller, whose expansive horoscopes draw 6 million visitors a month. On Instagram, you can scroll endlessly through astro memes courtesy of not all Geminis. Bumble's dating app. There you go, Chad. Now let's oh. users sort by zodiac sign. Chad, you should just like totally date only one zodiac sign. Cancer. Cancer? <laughs> Mind you of your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> uh, she got married last weekend. I know. Um, she is cancer. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, that poor guy. And even Amazon is selling its wares with shopping horoscopes. Plenty. How do we not? How are we not supposed to make fun of you dipshits? How? How are we supposed to take you seriously? Plenty of media. old is new again. Plenty of media outlets cater to the Scorpio horoscope scope starved masses too. At the cut, Madame Clairvoyant dispenses starry wisdom through weekly readings published alongside long form journalism. All right, here, guys, wait a minute. I got an idea. The problem is it only sells to women. How do you sell horoscope stuff to men? Mm. Call it horoscope. 
horoscopes. <laughs> and you get a gal with some ample cleavage to read your horoscope. Yeah, you horoscopes. Like? And she comes in, hey, Scorpios, so today is your horoscope. And I just want to say, look out. Like Then guys would start getting into horoscopes. It was only a matter of time then before Zodiac signs became part of everyday office culture. When Denise tweeted her findings about presidential hopeful star signs, it catalyzed a conversation at work the next day. Yeah, because that's what you guys should be talking about is horoscopes at work. <clears throat> why, why do women make 77 cents on the dollar? I wonder why. <laughs> a few hours later, she started a Slack group with coworkers to dissect the concept, contents of her tweet and share funny things about astrology. Okay, Denise ever comes to asshole consulting, you know what I'm going to recommend? What? An early Smith & Wesson retirement plan. Like, sweetheart, just just end it, okay? Just If your life, if, you're, if what gives you purpose in life is dissecting your tweet about your astrology, uh, just, just end it now, man. Okay, How about just, try astronomy? <laughs> Instead no, of astrology, I mean, try that astronomy. That requires the math. That requires the math. We can't do the math. A lot of math. That's what that constellation is. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Uh, we, well, I gotta go. I gotta go, Jan. Yeah, right. No, no, no. Wait, yeah. DT, DT, DT yeah. you have thirty seconds. I, I gotta sure. tell you this. Nick Shulaner for one hundred dollars. What? What? Shit, you not a hundred dollars? Says, how's this for Seth Himes DM money? And Whoa. since I have a ton of room here, Chad sing the Adams Family theme song. DT <laughs> rant about blood shekels again. Also, does this count for a month of sponsorship? Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sponsor. Nick, you need a rant rant before I go? Rant now, quickly. (laughs) Okay. Cappy, he's saying the things that you want to say. He's saying what you want to say, and you're too afraid to say it. And the least you can do is make sure that he doesn't fucking starve. So get your fucking money out of your fucking wallets and give him money so he can keep saying what you want him to fucking say and you would like to say, and he's saying it willingly. And so somebody's got to say it, and Cappy needs to be the one. Just too much damn pussies to say it, DT. That's what pisses me off. <laughs> I'll I'll rant again next time because Nick Shulaner actually put his money where his fucking mouth is and gave a hundred fucking bucks. And Cappy's gonna be able to have coffee for like the next month because he's got a hundred bucks now, and I don't get any of it. And if you fuckers would start giving more money, me and the man would get some money too, and we'd be able to say what we really want to say. Thanks. Something you can like go that. and right. tell your kids go, that you're not going crazy. I got to go pick up my kids. All right, it was we'll good talking you. to you guys. Right, yeah, take care. I guess his kids are at school, so no one in the house is freaking out over there. Um, Yeah, Nick, what's your website? Shoot it over here, and then we'll uh, we'll promote it. Actually, I, I can put it right here. I have what? to sing the Adams Family song, apparently. Um, Do you even know it? They're creaky and they're kooky, delirious and spooky. They're all together, ooky, the Adams Family. Do-do-do-do. What's the rest? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Is there okay. a rest? Yeah, there's got to be. How about this? <clears throat> Why don't you do it on the next show? Yeah, sure. And then you can look up the lyrics and we can do Yeah, them I like to sing, especially for 100 bucks. Really? <laughs> it annoys certain people. It annoys me. Yes, it does. And like singing annoys the hell out of me, <laughs> um, unless it's like a, an actual performance or show. We have a few more. You want me to run through these just real quick? or uh, Let's go through the astrology thing and then get over it. Okay. Uh, they're not alone. I've been in my workplace for six years, and I'm really close with my coworkers. Says Paola Rodellas, 32. And when you're getting really excited about something, you want to talk about it. 
Um, Denise also slips her astrological proclivities into workplace conversations. I kind of jokingly always put my sign out there to test the water, she says. Like many people, Denise, who was in her 20s, was first drawn to astrology as a medium through which to better understand herself. Why? I, I'm... When you look back at it, now now that you're in the 40s, Chad, do you look back at your younger self and say, holy shit, there was absolutely nothing wrong with me. These women were fucking batshit insane. And I was... Yes, all the time. This is why I'm so much more relaxed about it now as opposed to in my 20s, you know? Cause you're all you see is the beauty, all you see is the tits, and all you're like you're excited. You're you're. It's not even hormones. There was a little bit of heart. You're like, oh wow, I can't wait. Maybe this will go somewhere. You're thinking about the potential, and you don't realize this gal believes that because there's a goat pattern roughly in the sky out of the stars, that something great is going to happen as long as she holds out. You know, because that's what was said in that little. Remember the little scrolls? In yeah. The, in the grocery store, you could buy. Yeah, that. That's that's the shit we were going up against in our 20s. Chicks actually believe this stupid shit. Did I I might have told you this last summer, but right when I was just getting back to dating again, I lived on my own. One of the first girls I went out with, um she, everything was going fine, it seemed normal, and we were until. talking about her. Yeah, until <laughs> I mean this is until I'm like, "So what are you doing tomorrow night?" She's like, "Oh, I have to go to this thing. I'm doing an event." I'm like, "What event?" She is a tarot card reader, and I was just like, well, wait, does she actually believe in that bullshit yes, or does yes. she, she does? No, All right. Yes. It's not like this is a way to make money and no, I don't believe th- it. She meant this. And then I looked at her Instagram and then I'm like, holy fuck, you're whacked out of your mind. I don't care if you're hot. So, yeah. You probably passed up on some really good sex. The crazy ones are really good in bed. I've, no. You know, that's what got me into trouble with the last one. You don't date them, Chad. You just have sex with them. Mm. That's what I eventually concluded last summer, and you already know about that one. So, yes, yes, <laughs> I. <right. laughs> you get. You should write a book. Just, <laughs> I could. You could. Uh, what else? Uh, Did, was there anything else? There? Well, yeah, it's just. I just. I don't know how much pain I want to cause myself. Um, I've always graduated. Graduate gravitated towards things that help me articulate who I am, she says, especially in a world where you can sometimes feel so lost. Astrology holds a multifaceted appeal, some link to its rise to a declining interest in organized religion. Others point to the rise of the self-care movement and a more serious recognition of pastimes that skew female. Uh, female hobbies and interests are no longer just being pushed to the side and reduced to something that could be commodified, says Aliza Kelly, an astrologer and host of the podcast Stars. A podcast stars like us. There's also money to be made. Ah, here we go. Two point two billion in the mystical services market, <sighs> and venture capital is cashing. And see, this is perfect Operation Evil. You got to get started with that thing, man. I know you got a lot going on. Here, here, let me let me let me put it to you this way. I, I I did it wrong. I did it completely wrong. Uh, do you know who Matt Hussey is? The name I've heard the name. I don't know. Eric Jackson. Uh, no. These guys are ripped, good-looking dudes, and you know you want to know what they sell? Uh, bullshit about how to look like them. What? No, what women want to hear? Oh. Um, Derek Jackson wrote a book ca- called uh, "Black Single Moms Are Only for or Deserve Real Men, Gentlemen." <clears throat> Some kind of bullshit like that. Oh, I know. That. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that. No. Uh, Matt yeah. Hussey does uh, does these seminars. 
about it, it's common sense. Some of it's not even that bad because I watch one of his videos. I'm like, well, it's not that. But the girls aren't going there to try that on their beta husbands. They're there to see Matt Hussey. Um, what we need is if you're a good looking guy, you know what? Remember our firefighter friend? He could cash in on this. Yes. He could totally cash in on this. He just gets a web channel. He wears a tight fitting shirt and he just, he, he, he sells it. He fucking sells it because you're not going to get a guy to believe this, even if the gal has big tits, but you could totally get the girls to fall for this bullshit. There's gotta be a guy out there. I'm too short. I'm too well known. People are going to immediately look at it. The women aren't going to believe it, but if you're a good looking man, and you don't have any kind of, you know, uh, uh, you don't even have to be tall because they can't tell with the with the television. And you have no track record. Nothing that could point to like, oh, yeah, you're a man who lives in the real world and is an engineer. And you might have voted for Romney in 2008 hmm. or other sins. You could make a because what the gal's got to go to this old harpy grandma woman with a Eastern European accent. Yeah. Oh, the card of the. You know, there's one of those. There's one of those just two blocks from here past the grocery store. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Isn't it a small house, a little room in the house? And yeah, it's like not making any money. This lower garden unit or whatever. Right. Okay. (laughs) All right. So you don't even need the unit. All you got, all the guy needs to do is get like drapes and and cut out like star signs and then have a light come in and then, oh, I'm going to read your your thing and now oh, let me read and oh it could, it could be like asshole astrology see <laughs> astrology yeah but he can't call it asshole astrology but it'd be you know really good looking guy with blue eyes astrology <laughs> that somebody out there do that there's got to be somebody out there i might give it away because i can yeah might be on youtube already you never know yeah uh co-star one of the handful of astrology apps vying for investor wallets raised more than five million in april the month prior, Sanctuary made its debut with $1.5 million in its coffers, courting astrology buffs with personal live readings. New York Times credit Amanda Hess posits that astrology is catnip for an extremely online generation raised on personable, shareable content. Uh, Amanda Hess of the New York Times, do you have any morals about you where deep down inside you know it's all bullshit, but you're going to propagandize and promote this to women to waste their time and money? You talking to me or just saying? No, in I just talk. If Amanda Hess is listening, which she's not up. Oh no! Storm, blah blah blah. <laughs> Zodiac at work. I don't. Have, it, it goes on and on. God Almighty! I only read through a third of it. I'm not reading the rest. <clears throat> but there you go. Uh, astrology. It's getting worse. <laughs> uh, any super chats left? Or what we got? We we got a few more. I skipped some to get to Nick's, obviously. Okay. So, um, did Nick tell us what uh, what his website is so we could promote it? Uh, let me see it on here. Nick, did you? Uh, da, 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 da. Nick, do it again if if you didn't before. I don't see it on here. Or Nick, email me or something so we get it. Yeah, I'm just looking. Um, no, I don't see it. Okay. Um, all right, because he does do he does do. Uh, does do his marketing he does do a good job 100 bucks man i can't believe that um all right just a couple of ones the quick ones ray john for two dollars canadian asks how do i get the girls to act traditional um you can't either they will yeah that's their father's job yeah and given the father antisenteeism either physically or mentally where they're physically there but not there in spirit it When's the last time you ran into a traditional gal? I'm I'm kind of trying to remember. God, I mean, I mean, yeah, they don't really come through my office. That's for sure. No, 
Um, I've I, seen a I couple online. I couldn't tell you when I've real life met one. No. So, um, ZXMar055 euros. Uh, how can I get the legendary quote future of wealth end quote article when I'm boycotting Patreon? He's talking about that uh, one you have behind there. Look, guys, you can't boycott monopolies. And yeah, you, you can. I understand you don't want to use Patreon. I get it. But there's no other way because I, I don't have time to chase down every possible PayPal, online media, online fundraise. I just don't. I don't. It was a pain in the ass just to find StreamYard and thank God it popped up and we, and we got it. Um, I, and and I, I have other stuff going on and namely doing this book. I've given up trying to build the house. That's now I'm letting that one uh, go to the fates. So I don't have time to like, oh, well, I got a, what is it? Star, star razor or star scream, or there's some other PayPal or Patreon alternative. You're just going to have to go to Patreon. You're just going to, I mean, or if you want to pay me directly, like five bucks on PayPal, I guess, you know, shoot me an email at asshole consulting. Also check your spam for the response email. You know, I could give you the PDF file as long as you promise not to publish it anywhere. Um, but I guess that'd be a way around it. But, uh, yeah, I just I don't have time to constantly fight the battle. I got to use the we captured a bunch of Soviet weapons. We got to use the Soviet weapons. Yeah. Um, do you know who TFM is? Turd flinging monkey. Turd flinging monkey. Yeah, I've I've tuned into him a fair amount, and um, I ran an art not an article. I ran an ad on his show, and then uh, my buddy Randy also advertised his because it's more aligned. Uh, with his with his books but yeah he, he has a significant following and as i've said before he's really good at economics i mean i really like the philosophical stuff the only thing i disagree with is the sex doll which yeah, adds that... just more flavor it just but it's funny i mean it's not i don't have to listen to rush limbaugh rush limbaugh ain't ever going to talk about the sex doll industry so it's funny in that regard and then also he is adamantly against women's rights um namely suffrage which is I, again i disagree with there but it, I'll tell you, it's it's different. It's a different uh, show to listen to than Stefan Molyneux blaming moms, which again is true for the most part. But if you want something different, but yeah, it, it's something just to something to change it up a little bit. But um, he's got yeah, I've advertised on him. Well, nonstop Dre three sixty for two dollars wants to know when you are you going to do a show with TFM. Well, we could. I love to have him on and say, dude, you got to explain the sex doll thing. I <laughs> just, I mean, because. Yeah. Because as much as we we pick on that and, and all its obvious drawbacks and failings and everything wrong with it, there is a real – you can't deny – and you helped me come up with this epiphany. Would you have rather had that three-year three relationship with Schnuggle Welcomes or would you rather have had three years with a sex doll? I don't know, man. Like I – if I had to be forced or if that was my main way of getting intimacy, I think I, I just, I'm not there. I'm not well, anywhere. Right. Right. But, but look at it. It's, it's a, it's a, it's not a slam dunk. Like, wow. That of an actual physical girl can cause all manner of hell and yeah. psychological damage and pain and stress. And you, you introduced me to the word cortisol. Uh, whereas a sex doll, um, yeah, you're probably developing some other mental issues, but it it's not clear cut that that's as bad. There's almost an argument it would probably be better because it ain't gonna. I mean, did you even have to worry about like moving? 
There we got a little hairy there in yeah. the end. See, logically, I, I I agree with you 100% logically, but from a, an emotional standpoint, ugh, well, see, and that's and he's he's that he's the Voyager two who's gone down that path so far out of the solar system. I'm I'm not going that far down the canary mine. I'm kind of curious what he's what his thoughts are. Um, well, the doll's but, name is Celestina. I know that. Celestina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, 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 I'm not, I don't care about Celestina. I'm just kind of like the, cause he's logical and rational on, on pretty much everything else, you know, with his economic philosophy. And I'm like, well, he didn't just poof out of, out of thin air, come up with yeah. this one. And in case he watches this, I actually really like his material about finance, economics, and all that. It's just I'm I don't get the sex doll thing yet. No. Maybe maybe someday I will. I don't know. No, no. I, well, I don't um, think we're ever going to get there. But um, no, this isn't just some. He's not just some guy who can't get laid and said, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm getting myself a doll." There's there's something something different there. But yeah, no, I, I could probably have him on. Um, I I would be very interested in that. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, $2.23, Bacon Maldito. Follow this channel to support Southpaw Rights, left-handed rights. Does it say lefthandedrights.com? Uh, oh, there, I can put that up. I see how that works. Okay. It's not even in there. Huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, wait, how did you do that? I clicked on the button. I, I finally found out where you are on the scrolling thing. Oh, I can put up cool. air like, yeah, see, here's Tyrone. No, that's a lot better. That's it. Kind of does keep up. Yeah, kind of. It almost feels like we're professionals with a little subtopic there. You're Um, you're probably the only one who can do that, right? Like, yeah. So I have the uh, the mechanics wrench. All right. Well, do you want to do the next one, which is from Bacon again? Five dollars (laughs) fifty six. Oh wow. (laughs) Maybe I will click on these. These are pretty funny. Uh, Dude, they were talking about I, when I saw Nick <laughs> donated a hundred. That my apparently my face involuntarily did something like a, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but let me scroll down to the next one. Here, look at this. Joe is probably. Yeah, losing. I probably was. Probably um, was. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Here's some Nick Shulaner. And where are funny. we on that one? I'm scrolling. Where was it? Bacon Maldito for five fifty six. Fifty six, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> new show up on the site about having zero expectations. Starts with me tossing my tossing laptop across the studio. I didn't know he had a tossing laptop. I guess yeah, everyone I mean... does need a tossing laptop. Also, can go live on YouTube now. Oh, so he finally got a YouTube channel. Bacon yeah, you, you got to get off Instagram, man. It's hard to you... see you. <laughs> The only way I listen to Bacon is I go to thegoddamnbacon.com and I download his podcast. And he went on some long-ass road trip. And I don't know if he was lacking sleep or if he was drinking or what, but they're a little loopy. I think <laughs> it, was literally, it was like driving through the desert, a little loopy. And I can't listen to Bacon at night because Bacon would be like, oh, no, I'm going out here in Seattle. But then the goddamn other guy, like, it'll jump up in volume real quick. I'll stir in my sleep. So what I got to do is make sure I only listen to bacon when I'm running or walking or awake, not when I'm trying to go to sleep. So, um, but now he's got a YouTube uh, bacon. What's your YouTube channel? Provide yeah. a link here. Where do <clears> we don't just say that? you got a YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, here, Gino Ruffalo has a good case about uh, my PayPal or not PayPal, the uh, Patreon. Who the Patreon. hell cares? Just see Mary Joe and donate to Cappy $5 like everyone else. 
hello nerds. Do 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 do. Is Patreon or some people boycotting it? Do they do bad things? Like I don't they, know. they got rid of people because of political reasons, and you know that's just how it is. That's everything's gonna get. I mean, even I think Twitter, not Twitter, Twitch, got rid of people for political reasons. Mm. Um, you know, I, I and we can always well, what did they say? Did they do something that would get them banned? It's the question of like, should they be banned at all? Why are we dealing with this? And they're a private company. Do whatever. Fine, fine. And it's just. You know, how many Republicans out there listening right now? Oh, no, no, I'm not going to do Patreon. How many of you got Apple phones? How many of you go to Starbucks? You know, I I hit them that way. I think we're all done with the. Is, is YouTube. So his YouTube channel is just Bacon Maldito. That's, That's it. it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Then we can. Um, yeah, we're caught up on this. I think I'm jealous. I wish I could click on something and it shows the words. Well, like you don't have you don't have the button. Well, I, I guess we're all gonna. <clears throat> I guess we're all gonna share in the super chats today. Here, I think you're gonna get a huge payout. Um, hundred bucks, Nick. Yeah, I can't get over that. Jeez, Nick's thanks. That's yeah. Uh, everybody donated a hundred dollars. Actually, if everybody donated a hundred dollars, I would. I'm very excited about this book because I actually do think it has the potential to actually go viral and, you know, quote unquote, make me rich. Like I wouldn't have to worry about retirement and the, the, the dream of dreams, like my financial, like you never, you can never stop until you have a solid plan B and my solid plan B, you know, first the house is paid off. Then I have adequate retirement savings, right? So that's the one I'm currently working on now. Many thanks to you and your accounting services that you can find at elkincpa.com. Mm. The third one is it gets so bad here. They actually do come for the guns. I got to go to a foreign country. And then it's like, you got to get like, you got to have three fucking lives. You got to work up the money for three fucking lives, even minimal ones, you get minimalist ones. You got to work up the money for that. And so if I, if this book does that well, which I'm, if I had to put money on it, this one might be the one uh, I could have it where it's like, okay, yeah. House paid off in South Dakota adequate retirement plan and i got a, a house somewhere in the philippines or an adequate bank account somewhere in the philippines where i don't have to worry about it and then i can actually truly relax there's nothing to worry about because there's nothing more you can do unless you want to start putting a a, sol- a, a lunar base on the moon uh, which i don't have the funding for so you think about six more weeks and it's done <clears throat> yeah first chapter was it, it was a slog but usually the first chapter is because you got to set the tone and think about everything. A lot of things are at play, um, <clears throat> but I wrote it really well. I think it's some of my best writing. Um, it's precise. It's succinct, but still got a lot of meat. Not one sentence is wasted, um, but it, it took five days to write. But once I get past the third chapter, the remaining eight, maybe nine will kind of be banged out rather quickly. Mm. Um Cause I got, I got notes and everything, but yeah, kind of, kind of setting the tone of the book. Those first chapters are kind of, kind of difficult and the, the biggest time consumer. And then the ending paragraph, yeah, you end it. That always is, is somewhat of a, a time sink, mm-hmm. but that's it. So, um, do you need anything else? Do you have, uh, we're all done with the super chats. Yeah. I think you don't we're... need any more, you don't need any more clients, right? Uh, no, but I mean, you know, if somebody does want my help, I'll take it on a case by case basis. I like to help people. Anyone who listens to this show is likely somebody I would enjoy working with. So, and you cannot be an extender. You have to file. <laughs> on. Top. You know what? I'll qualify that. 
if you're going to be an extender, you cannot wait until September and October to do it. Once we're past August, you're screwed. That's my rule. You know what happens in three days, Chad? You know what happens in three days? Well, I'm done with the S-Corp extenders in three days. What happens in three days for you? Three days, I make my 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 final annual oh, estimated yes. tax payment. I see how excited yes, I am yes, about yes. that. Last night, I made my third quarter one. You're going to do your fourth quarter one. You're going to do my fourth quarter day. one. Boy, what kind of a CPA are you when your clients are only like 96 hours? You know, Wait till Tuesday to do it if you can. Why, why Tuesday? Because you technically people have until Monday the 16th to do their third quarter. So I don't want there to be any. Oh, confusion. I mean, not that it matters. Yeah, not that it matters. But No, let's not confuse the IRS. I already had to go through and say, here's my address. Yes, I moved. Oh, as pay- per PayPal? Yeah, for paper with PayPal. Yeah, I had to say, yes. I, I thought, I oh, no, that's not it. That's not it. Fucking hell, that was a pain in the ass. Um, All right, I, I just... You know, like, don't make it's like ordering from the soup Nazi. Don't just whatever. I'll wait till the 17th. That's fine. Yeah, just do it then. We'll do it then. All right. uh, Where can people find you, Chad? You can find me at elkinscpa.com. I've also got some books on Amazon that I write with my dad, uh, Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide 2019. Hmm. We think there's going to be a 2020. um, There's a few more books there, too. And may I ask again, have you convinced your father to have Mary Jo on the cover? Thanksgiving is the one where we'll be face to face and I can uh, I can make my case. And my case is going to be showing him those. Yes. Um, you know, dude, we could have her dress up, you know, with with the green brim hat, you know, with the pencil stuck in her head and she'll have the sexy glasses. Yeah. She'll have but, a white dress, but it'll be tied. And she'll just be like putting a, a, a pen in her mouth with a calculator. And I, I think it would sell. Well, how many books have you sold of that thing anyway? I haven't looked in a while. It was actually a lot more this year compared to other years because of the whole okay. tax reform and all that. All right. So, well, I think th- it's not going to hurt. I don't think it'll hurt. I'll be like, Dad, a fellow Texan wants to help us out. Boy, you know, you, there you go. You're going, at, yeah, you know how to get to him. That's <laughs> all right. Will, will you take us out uh, correctly, please? Toodles.